Why, hello! Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Matt, a.k.a. Legion Rex, and welcome to a all-stars, star-studded episode of The Gap. I am your host. With me, I have my co-host, Shane, a.k.a. The Bearded One. How are you doing today, Shane? I'm doing lovely today, Matt. Also, daily reminder that as much of a train wreck as that show ended up being, Darling has a banging OP. It really does. Because I went it back and I was really looking at my, my contenders for best OP of the year, and Darlin's got a good one, man. As much as that it show sucks near the end. Ooh, yeah. That OP is amazing. Kiss um, of Death is a good one. Yeah, with with us, we also have our other co-host, Spencer. How are you doing today, Spencer? I'm doing good. I'm actually on time to the podcast, so that's always a plus. That's, that's always a positive. Spencer was the second one in, I'm pretty sure. No, he was the first one in, actually. Yep. Oh, shit. Yes, I was the first one in. That's a, that is a that that is a rare occurrence actually on the gap, uh, which is uh, so so more uh, so more of that. Um, we also got uh, we also got our lovely lovely etchy master himself, Josh. How you doing today, Josh? I'm in the stairwell, Matt. <laughs> I'm pretty good. <laughs> this spot. This is where I sleep <laughs> at night. <laughs> uh, and. No, we also have the man, the myth, the legend, the sportsman himself, Adam. How are you doing today, Adam? Talking about the Lion King, right? <laughs> yeah, that's why that's why we're here. We're talking about Disney's Lion King. We're talking about the Disney about Lion King remake and how it looks that's gorgeous. That's actually next week. That's Bro, next that's, week. Oh, yeah, that's next Bro, week. Bro, the Lion King is going to be the best anime ever made. <laughs> Unironically, yeah. Uh, but uh, did you mean Kimba the White Lion? <gasps> Uh, but uh, we got we have it. We have a as you can tell, we have a star studded podcast. We have five people, which is quite a bit. Uh, full ass house, yeah, full out, yeah, full house, all to talk about. Uh, one of our favorite, well, of course, one of our favorite anime here on the podcast to talk about, and that is My Hero Academia once again. Uh, but of course, we also have news. We also got some simulcasts to talk about. We have whatever else comes to mind because uh, we never talk about what's actually supposed to be talked about ever nope. on here. But uh, so let's. Uh, so I think we should get started with our standard simulcast discussion because we've had we're more than halfway through the season at this point. Oh yeah, we're coming uh, close to the end. We're coming close to the end. This season's been so short; it doesn't feel like it at the end. And then I'm like, ah, um, uh. Uh, to give some context, I have been very, very busy the past couple of weeks, uh, so I have not had the chance to catch up on literally anything outside of slime. Uh, so I'm gonna. This is going to be mostly everybody else talking about this. So I'm going to pass it over to Shane to lead the simulcast discussion for the day. So Shane, how well, was the how was uh, the simulcast? How was the simulcast for the past couple of weeks? Well. Maybe you started with the wrong person because I have nothing to talk about. Because <laughs> okay, like this season has been so consistently good. Like mm-hmm. n- my opinion hasn't changed on anything, so I really don't have anything huge to talk about. The only thing I have to talk about is that Golden Conway continues to outdo <laughs> itself, like constantly, and it's actually kind of incredible. <sighs> Best show of the year, maybe. No, de- definitely not. But it's 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 up there, dude. <laughs> um, and also, 
a show that we haven't talked about very much, Release the Spice, uh, as I like to yes, call it, I, Totally Spies I, the Anime, just had, just had a fucking banging episode, which might honestly have the best insert song of the year. That is so fucking... Because it fucking, it fucking blew the roof off that shit, dude. I'm just dude, saying, like, episode seven... Watch out for that shit because it took you me off guard, you. and I was like, "Huh." <laughs> That's all I have and to the, talk about, though. And the fact that it's not like, like you're saying it's not automatically like a review song means that it's a fucking banging insert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I have to talk about. I know that Spencer's got a few things he wants to talk about. I, yeah, Spencer's got a couple because um, Spencer, Spencer. This this has been uh, the uh, season of Spencer because Spencer in all of the shows he's watching through Discord he's either been hyped or crying so there's no in between here or so both no yeah or, both. So, or so hyped I'm crying or so crying that I'm hyped all right so Spencer I'm hyped that I'm so sad what you, what you have to talk about okay so I'm gonna be real quick um, but basically so I'm gonna talk about three maybe four but. Well, first, we talk about a Zombieland Saga. Oh yeah, this one. Um, so the newest episode of Zombieland Saga made me ball like a child. And ironically, it, involving a child. Ironically, it involves a child. So it goes into the character of Willie's backstory, and I'm I'm not going to spoil it because Matt hasn't watched it yet, mm-hmm. um, and neither I think has uh, Josh. Yeah, so Josh. No, nope, I haven't yet. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. I'm not going to spoil it. However, it. It focuses on Lily and her father and Lily's backstory. And although, yes, the way that Lily died is kind of dumb, and even for this show's standards. It kind of is. Um, it more than makes up for it in the just emotional punch near the end of the episode. And it all goes all around. And during the final song, which is traditional to the animation instead of the jank CG that it usually has, um... It made me cry. Uh, second anime that we've talked about that made me cry. Uh, Rascal does not dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. This might Wait. be the best anime of the season. Just letting you know, I've been thinking about it's, it. It's, it's up probably there. Probably the best anime of the season because it it constantly outdoes itself. Both it's in terms the best. Of its- on Mal, it's the best ranked show of the year right now. So that's saying fucking something. Or, yeah, it, or, just, it just be placed further. It's in the top one hundred now on the site. Or, so, as I like to call it by its actual name. Oh please, uh, stop. One, Spencer was right. But <laughs> Shut also up. Two, but, but also two. <laughs> Kimi no se, Kimi no se, Kimi no se. Well, hold up, hold up. You're forgetting that JoJo is topping everything. I'm pretty anime. sure I, from what I nope. think, I'm, I, is nope. it? Nope. 8.82 on JoJo, 8.61 on Bunny Girl. So ah, okay, that makes sense. Right. Okay. All right, well, it's, it's fucking JoJo, we expect but, that. It's JoJo. It's JoJo. I'm more soft at Bunny Girls than JoJo's. Yeah, but, so, this last episode, episode 8, wrapped up the Ryo Futaba arc of the light novels, and, wow, what an episode... This show continues to be expertly written and emotionally charged, and Azusagawa is arguably one of the greatest protags in a romance show because he's just – he's equal parts like a dickhead, but he also deeply cares about the people around him. 
and it like, shows like he's he's one of those guys who like he pr- he pretends to not give a shit but he actually gives all the shits yeah and just bunny girl continues to blow me out of the water yeah it, uh, like the third one and the third one i'm going to talk about is good man or as spencer or, likes to call it colloquially sssss or superhuman samurai cyber squad good man which that's what it is. That's what the uh, the, the four S's were. I was trying to think about it. But yeah, uh, which was a late '90s uh, Tokusatsu American ver- version of Gridman that failed miserably. <laughs> uh, it was a colossal failure, um, sadly. So they kind of added in the, the quad S just to make it look nice. Um, I don't know what you're talking about, Shane. This does not look like Darling. Okay, this looks like. It looks, looks like Trigger, more, dude. And Darling looks, looks like Trigger. It, I, meant, so. I meant the... F- when I said it looks like Darling, I meant the fact that it has that... It's got the Trigger style. Like, you look at it, you know it's a fucking Trigger and show. I would, I would compare it more to, say, like, Durin than anything like that. It doesn't look like... Mm, a, honestly, no, out of all no. the shows from Trigger, it looks like most... It, honestly, it reminds me most of Kisniver, actually. Uh, yeah, now you say that, yeah, I can see that. It looks a lot like Kisniver, which makes sense because it has the same, like, animation staff as Kisniver, except I, that Gridman is also, like, leagues better than Kisniver, so... That's a good thing I haven't seen it, but, yeah. Um, uh, I like the, the tokusatsu genre, like, a lot. Like... <laughs> Whether it's in movie form, like the old Godzillas, or Ultraman, Ultraman, and any kind of Super Sentai, like Henshin shit, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I eat it up. Mm-hmm. And I think um, Jeff did a video on the animation for the uh, the yeah. the kaiju and the um, the anime god yeah. spoke the anime also, like I've been saying since day one, this show has really good CG. Like, it does. I it don't does. understand it how. It has really good CG that is purposely done to look like exactly what a tokusatsu is. And which the are bomb. men in big rubber suits trying to fucking move in the big rubber suits. Gridman <laughs> isn't a fucking mech, he's just a really big dude. Until people it- are stupid. <laughs> But no, um... Gridman has shown the stupidity of some people in the anime community because people don't... Because people have been ragging on it, and I'm like, what do you... What did you want from this? I'm not... It's I don't a know. tokusatsu. <laughs> but, a no, big dude um, fights fucking kaiju, people, and the I same kaiju just, come back. I think people are still salty from Darling because people were purposely downloaded it before it came out because Darling existed. Because, of course. Keep in mind... I, I'm pretty, pretty salty Darling was... Unless, unless the show goes to fucking space, this is gonna be miles better than I, Darling. I doubt it will go to space, dude. And if it does go to space, this the show the show's writing has been consistently better than Darwin's, I think. So yeah, I oh think no, I, I was going to state, I'm only on episode three, going up to the four, uh, mm-hmm. so I just got past the defeat, quote-unquote, and the Neon Genesis Junior High School. They are not um, high school students, I fucking do not want, want to believe that. If you, if you can look me dead in the eyes and tell me that Samurai Caliber is a high school student, aside from being the best character in the show, fight me. I'm um, pretty sure they're high school students. I don't know. They do uh, not look like fucking high okay, school students. Okay, time out, time out, time they out. They might because, be first years, then. Time out, because you can't say that because fucking Irigamagori is a high school student. Yeah. No, you know I what? Think yeah, high, right. I think they're high school students, but they're probably, like, first years. They're probably, like, like... 
not then why, that then why does fucking caliber look like he's in his like late 40s caliber or as i like to call him because Dr. because it, it's fucking motherfucker because they got a 40 because i'm pretty sure that might if it's like old tonka uh tonkatsu you know that like they would get like older like actors who do not look like them they would just get a 40 year old to play a fucking 16 year old kid they did they did though that's what they did it it works yeah like the fact like like the fact that they got in the live action diamond is unbreakable movie they got a guy in his 50s to play jotaro who's supposed to be 28 and he's got fucking wrinkles and he looks like he's melting half the time like what (laughs) yeah but no uh he punches josuke in the face Quadis Gridman um, continues to actually be very enjoyable. See, I like that it's okay. It's like it's it's a more like subdued art style, like like color palette compared to like Darling, uh, which uh, wasn't mm. as subdued. Again, I feel like in places it's even more vibrant than Darling was in terms of its color well, palettes. Yeah, but I mean, like just like in like the shade of the like in the shade of the hair. Or something like, like the character kind of colors are slightly more like subdued. Um, but it's a tokusatsu anime, uh, so of course I'm going to love it. And I guess very, very quickly, I, I just want to say that because um, Matt can talk about this one, uh, but Slime, really, really good. So there yeah. you go. Let's talk about Slime. Um... The only show that Matt really has to talk about today because he caught up last night. Yeah, because I caught up last night because I've was i been very busy the past couple weeks. Uh, with I was going to go for like five minutes, but y'all took it off of the track. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, can't, I mean, you can't blame me for that one. I've been very, very – yeah, I've been very, very busy the past couple weeks with school and shit. And so I haven't had the chance to really watch anime uh, or I, anything, actually. Um, so I've been watched – so I instead I have uh, been – so I said I was like, you know what, I'll just catch up on at least one or two shows before the podcast, and I ended up catching up on Slime. And Slime uh, is uh, very good. Um, I, I'm i shocked that out of all the shows that I've watched this year, the one that makes me the most emotionally engaged is a show, is a show about a blue blob. But I'm... People- yeah, um, it's it's very surprising. Let's talk of because I th- I want to mention that that fight. Oh, with Ifrit, with, with Ifrit? Ifrit is amazing. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not necessarily a fight, it's more just like Rimuru just kind of like stand. It kind of like he gets attacked with fire and he takes it because it does nothing to him. Yo, give me your fucking icicles! I'll shoot them back at him. Uh, I'll shoot them back at him. Um, it's fucking great. Um, uh, Shizu, they did not need to do Shizu like that. That was... That was dirty. Um, that was dirty. What I find really interesting, though, is that Shizu was all over the marketing for this show. Yeah. Because yeah. she's and like, she's right there from the beginning. Everyone assume... Every, they make you assume that she's the hero that everyone's talking about. She's in the opening. She's all over, like, the, the posters, all the marketing the material. She's there for, like, three episodes. She's there for the OP. She's there for three episodes. She's three episodes, and then she dies. Um, and then she dies. However, the smart thing about it is that I get why she was all over the marketing because she's actually really important. And she really important. And we finally get to see Rimuru's human form 
after, which after is eight just Shizu. It's it's literally just Shizu, and then and once you realize it is Shizu, you rewatch the opening. You're like, holy shit, it is just Shizu. Yeah, like like once you make that comparison, you can't unsee it. They look yeah. identical. It's identical. The show has been hinting at it in the OP since the beginning, but nobody saw it because we saw Shizu in the old. The, it's 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 very smart writing here. Um, it's very smart, and it's like it's like that thing in hindsight where you see it and you're like, holy shit. Um, now Ooh. we've come to uh, next week for slime. We're going to be we're going to be starting the uh, the second light novels. The second light novel. Now we're probably going to speed up the pacing a little bit because yeah, I, I, I'm surprised that they took this long just to adapt that one novel. Yeah, because the first one now the first arc because in the web novels and in the light novel is longer. The first light novel is longer than the rest of them, so it is double. It's a it's a double length start. Unlike the rest of them, so the rest of the arcs will probably be on four episodes ish. Um, so we'll probably hey. and I calculated if it's four episodes, we're probably going to cover up to volume six, I think, which will be the end of arc four um, or arc five, which will be which also, from what I hear, would probably be a really good ending point. So good, 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 good. Um, really good ending point for at least the first season. So we're pretty much set. Uh, I'm really happy with the eight bit is adapting this. Uh, this is really, really good stuff. Um, honest, honest, honestly, just give me more. I, I, I wouldn't mind like having like a season of this every year, like at all. Like if like, you could I take would... the if you could take the show and boil it down to like a liquid nitrogen and inject it directly into my veins, I would be in a crack house by now. Because <laughs> the show's excellent. Other I mean... than that. You'd be in That's the ground because you decided to inject yourself with liquid nitrogen. Yeah, because it makes me feel cold inside, Spencer. She's okay, dead. But don't you already? Don't you Guess already what? feel cold inside? Yeah, it just makes me feel colder, I have, and I don't. I want the I warmth. I have something to make you feel even more colder inside. Is it so, Golden No, but coming to Netflix this December is the movie Free Rain: The Twelve Nays of Christmas. What the hell? What the fuck are you talking? What anime is that? Now, that ain't an anime. That sounds like a shitty Hallmark, Hallmark Christmas movie. Is this an Adam Free, Sandler movie? Free Rain, R-E-I-N, the 12th Nays of Christmas. Netflix original. Wait a minute, Nays? Are they fucking horses? I think it's something to do with a horse movie. Uh, you know what? Oh, no, sign me sign me up, best movie of the year. Fuck Mission Impossible Fallout. That, that's where that is. Mission Impossible shit out, more like it. Alright. Anyway, so, uh, do Adam or Josh have anything to say about simulcasts? They've just been sitting here for like twenty minutes. Uh, no, uh, I I'm gonna simulcast uh, the Oklahoma Western game tonight. I don't I don't fucking know. Um, I don't watch simulcast. I, I watch my hero. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Mom, this is I don't think podcast. I'm caught up on any of the simulcasts I've been airing right now. Alright, so all right, no one else has anything to talk about. Hold up, let me see what's. We can't talk about the Lion King. I got a rant in me. I'll tell you if I've watched some of it or not. Spencer, I think it's a good time to go to our sponsors. Fairy Tale. Oh, he's he's been watching Fairy Tale. You've been watching Fairy Tale. Yeah. How's Fairy Tale going? And you guys are forgetting one other thing. What? Bookkeeper Honda-san. Oh, fuck Honda-san. I haven't caught up on Honda-san. Yeah, we haven't caught up on that. But no, okay. Fairy Tale though, is actually pretty good. It's 
been doing pretty good. It's got an 8.26 on meta, or my anime list. So, that's, yeah. that's pretty commendable. Yeah. What I'm is up with these stupid fucking Netflix original movies? <laughs> this one's called and... Prince of Peora, A Christmas Moose Miracle. <laughs> Spencer just feels like killing someone right it's, now. Netflix has taken over the straight-to-DVD market. Oh my god, so. stop. The <laughs> Christmas Moose Miracle, buddy. <laughs> Uh, can we go to can we go to news, Matt? <laughs> yeah, we're going to news. Yes. Fuck this. All right, so we got we got uh, quite a bit of news actually, um, because uh, anime anime New York happened the past uh, week. So we uh, so we have a so we have a couple pieces of big news. Honestly, nothing too big came out of anime uh, anime New York, but there's a couple pieces that uh, would be that are going to be very uh, very good to know uh, going going past. Um, <laughs> Uh, Spencer? <laughs> oh, god damn it. What now? God, what is this gonna Spencer? be? A story centered on the friendship between a boy and a dolphin whose tail was lost in a crab trap. Get off Netflix! <laughs> <laughs> Look for it December 15th. Get off Netflix, for fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, we're trying to do a show, Spencer? <laughs> I know, I can't. Don't, 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 the latest Kirk Cameron movies coming out on Netflix. Yes, the latest Kirk Cameron. I will watch the fuck out of that and laugh. Yeah, but, weird Christian movies are like but, really into Jesus. Oh, wait Kirk till Cameron next gap where we cover Christmas. that shit. But yeah. I was saving Christmas. It's like, is, the there funniest... like, is there any evangelical animes? I don't think there is. We should do that. It's called this. Evangelion. It's called Evangelion. Evangelion. But no, called, uh, no, you just skip the show, go straight to end of Ava. <laughs> Blind. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. What came out of uh, Anime New York this, this, uh, this year? Um, well, the first piece of news is not even from Anime New York, but it's a big piece of news that I'm that I uh, that uh, Shane is going to is very happy to hear. Um, oh, is it Doctor Stone? Oh boy! So, um, the oh, one of the few shonen an- manga shonen manga. Uh, that had that's been be- that everyone's been begging for an anime adaptation has been Doctor Stone. Uh, well, Doctor Stone's coming. Um, uh, this is fifty first issue of Shonen Jump revealed on Monday that uh, uh, Richoru Inaki's and Boichi's Doctor Stone manga will receive a television adaptation that will premiere in July of twenty nineteen. And they also revealed who will be voicing uh, the main character Senku, mm-hmm. and that will be Yusuke Kobayashi. Um, uh, he is, currently is best known for his roles in uh, Food Wars. He plays Zenji, um, and he also plays. Uh, he he's also played. Uh, he's also played the lead from Handshakers. Oh um, Christ! Uh, he's. Uh, but honestly, I think that uh, he's honestly. I think his best role is probably Subaru from V Zero. Oh, uh, that's that's honestly probably the one of the roles oh. he's also best known for. Oh, is Subaru from V Zero. Um, he's also, uh, he's also, uh, from fire, he, he was also in Killing Bites. He played Shota. Um, oh, okay. Uh, uh, but he's been in a, he's, he's, uh, he's an upper He's going, and he's going to be playing the lead. He's going to be, he's going to be playing Mr. Senku, Dr. Stone himself. Dr. So, Stone. He's good. Uh, so, uh, there was no word on who is going, no staff has been released yet. No, and no studio. We don't know what studio is doing this, but considering the staff talent involved, I'm thinking it's probably might be JC. 
Mm, um, okay. It okay. might be JC. Um, it's either JC staff or it's White Fox. It's, it's one of the two because he uh, – so I would not be shocked if it's those two. Hmm. That'd um, be interesting. Shane, you've read a bit of uh, – I have read – Read a bit of Dr. Stone. I have read the first chapter, which is considerably long, like all first chapters are. I love Dr. Stone, man. Like, <laughs> like right from that first chapter, it establishes everything so well and it's just so goddamn charming. Anyone who doesn't know about Doctor Stone, um, it's a shonen. Ma- it's a shonen manga uh, that's being published in Weekly Shonen Jump right now. It's about these kids who, after the everyone on Earth gets pestilized in stone, wake up thousands of years in the future, and they have to basically restart human civilization. And the thing I, I love about the first chapter is that they got this really cool concept. That they completely shit on because they try and frame it as a shoujo manga. They try to make it seem like it's a romance because one of the one of the main characters is trying to impress this girl that he likes, and as soon as he's about to confess to her, bam! Everyone turns to fucking stone. <laughs> and it's like that wow, that's a that's an L. That's a big L. That's a big L. The universe hates this guy. <laughs> And then they wake up like 3,500 years in the future, and everyone is just encased in stone. They're like, well, we gotta use science to figure out how we can wake everyone up. This is one of these premises that's so, like, unique that you kind of have to notice, and it's such a good... I love the premise. Yeah, it's a a great premise, and it's already got a great cast of characters. And I just love the fact that it's a shonen manga where the power system is just actual real-world science. Like, they have yeah. to create gunpowder and fucking antibiotics, and that's that how is, they beat the villains. That's great. Oh, that's actually fantastic. Oh, it's freaking great. So anyone who, anyone who hasn't read Dr. Stone, fucking read it. But also, yeah, if you don't want to read it, Anime in July, which I am anime, fucking hyped anime for. Anime in July, so we still got a little bit for it. We're probably going to get news for it later on next year. So, ba- um, so basically, we got all the we've got all the biggest shonen manga right now being an- adapted into anime, which is great. Yeah, my, my hero, Food Wars, Promise Neverland is coming. It is coming. We Never Learn is coming, which is another one that's big. Uh, the Demon Slayer is coming in spring, um, and Doctor Stone is coming in July. Uh, yeah, the Let's Go Hero. Yep, yep. Uh, the, all these are all come. They're all coming. Um. Uh, and that's not including possible, like, probably eight. That's not including, like, uh, no- more seasons for Haikyuu, Food Wars, and whatever not. So, mm-hmm. um, so it's a good t- it is a good time to be a Shonen fan right now, I'd say. Um, but that, uh, all, um, speaking of Shonen, uh, let's talk about Attack on Titan. Um, oh, yes. That's shonen. Um, uh, we all know that Attack on Titan is still going, but we all know that at some point Attack on Titan has to end. Um, uh, and we've known for a while that Attack on Titan, in fact, in 2014, Isayama mentioned that the manga will end in about three years. It's been four years, um, and it's still not done. However, he may have just been off a little bit because Attack on Titan, in terms of his manga, has entered its final arc. Uh and there was a program that was reviewed that was released on uh, TBS uh, back a couple about earlier this week as we're recording this that shows that was a, that's an interview with uh, Hajime Isayama himself, and 
it also shows him working on the final chapter itself. So pretty much Attack on Titans, uh, pretty much almost done. Uh, how many more years do you give it for Attack on Titan before it's com- completely done? I don't know. That's actually pretty crazy to hear. Yeah. Because he, he, he's working on the final chapter, dude. So. Oh, final chapter? Mm-hmm. He's working on the final panels as well as the final arc. Like we're not de- like his thing. We are in the manga right now. We're not done. Like we're not yeah. going to be the final chapter like next week. But like no, uh, half a year, two year tops. Yeah, I just, I say yeah. eight months. Mm-hmm. So eight more chapters. Six so months. So probably like eight, ten more chapters. I don't know. Like people are going to be sad though when it's done. Eh? I mean, well, of like they are. I mean, like I mean, like in the manga right now, like. Yeah, like they still got a bunch my of stuff to is, do. Like, they my question is, how are they going to end it? Yeah, how do you how do you it's end something as gonna... big as Attack on Titan? Uh, he's been very Try vague. really hard, put a lot of effort into it, and maybe everything will sort out. <laughs> yes, yes maybe. Uh, well, okay, okay. Plot twist: the final chapter isn't a chapter; it's just a coupon to Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. That's the end of Attack yes. on Titan. Is they just yes. go to Chuck E. Cheese? Fucking no! That's how the deal with the ending of Attack on Titan. They, they they, oh, oh! Chuck they e. go to Chuck E. Cheese and fucking Chucky e. is a fucking Titan, and that's the <laughs> final. That's we the final Titan they We killed Chuck E. Cheese. That's an episode title right there. We killed Chuck E. Cheese. So fuck it. Uh, but um, he mentioned that in an interview a while back, back when Attack on Titan anime came out and became really big, that Attack on Titan would probably that initially he had planned to end Attack on Titan similarly to the uh, Stephen King adaptation, The Mist. If you've ever okay. seen The Mist, yep. oh fuck, you know exactly how that. However. Oh. Oh uh, God, like, no! Like that? No. However, and here's the but: the show, be, the, the 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 show, Attack on Titan became really popular, and he actually had second thoughts on ending it like that because he felt that it would do a disservice to not only the characters but also the fans to just have everyone die. So, Attack on Titan's final ending will be a lot happier than initially intended. It, um, uh, if he fucking however, ended it, like I do they not expect. However, in current events, I'm gonna make uh, some actual predictions here. I do not think Aaron's going to live through the final... No. Very important question here. I don't think Aaron's making it. Happy mean for Attack on Titan standards, at least. Uh, That they... People live. People live. Someone lives. Somebody doesn't get viciously fucking ripped apart limb by limb by a... Everyone ends up with PTSD. (laughs) But they'll live, yeah. You know, they have have fucking breakfast the next morning. That's a happy ending. (laughs) Yeah, pretty... They're they're able to say, I survived. Um, What if that's the final panel? Just, I survived. I survived? I mean, it would it would fit the themes of Attack on Titan. It would be a fucking whopper of an ending. So it would be no. That would genuinely be a fantastic way to end it. Just a single panel with just the words "I survive." Like, like hey, you don't, like, you, don't like, even show the character who says it. Just hmm. that word. Just those two like words. Go, I survive. Like you go to Burger King and you're just like, "Hey, could I get a whopper of an ending, please?" And they just give <laughs> you the last chapter of Attack on Titan. And you're, you're just God. eating the. The paper. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. If oh. anyone from the manga deserves like a 
get or at least deserves like an ending where they live. I want to say fucking uh, probably like fucking Mikasa or someone like that. Like Mikasa. The only way Mikasa is getting happy ending is if Aaron lives. And I don't. Aaron ain't living though. Aaron ain't making it through this. I doubt it. Like it's the only person that deserves a happy ending is Krista. Krista. You will call her Historia. It's Historia. You will call her. Her name is not Krista. Um, Thank you. <laughs> it's Historia. And also, yes, Historia does deserve a happy ending. She oh, does, though. Oh, oh. Eh, eh, no, eh, okay. She, she technically is kind of happy. Some shit's uh, been happening. No, some shit's been happening in the manga recently. Yeah. She's kind of been. Spoilers. She's turning into a. a yeah, the, 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 without giving spots away, uh, she's not as likable as she once was. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that's almost, what it's yeah, almost this, like power corrupts people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like yes. Attack on Titan is po- a political drama at heart. Yeah, and it's great. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's but uh, Attack, on Titan, Attack on Titan's entering its final arc, and I'm going to cry when it's done. That's that's the message. Of, that's the moral of the story. That's uh, a whole bunch of time and years people put into that. Uh, I won't be the, able to go to Chuck E. Cheese will, after And this. the anime will be delayed to finish, and it won't finish for another 10 years. Uh, okay, so, but, but also just... Which studio it, will it, explode? I don't know, man. I just thought it was really funny to think of Chuck E. Cheese as a Titan, and I'm like, okay. I'm just gonna run oh. with it. Chuck E. Cheese as a Titan is more horrifying than some of the actual Titans in that show. Because I thought, me hungry, man. Because I thought that like fucking like the author was a big fan of Chuck E. Cheese and like <laughs> wanted to bring, or like fucking Aaron. <laughs> was in a Japanese ad for If you fucking... Like, the fact that, that you thought I wasn't kidding <laughs> says more about yeah. you than anything. And just Attack on Titan. Dude, I just ima- imagine, like, that it's the first scene of Attack on Titan, and they're just like, on that day, we re- uh, we realized... And then uh, Chuck E. Cheese comes over the and wall. It's, 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 it's a colossal Titan in fucking Chuck E. Cheese. Where a kid oh, can be God. a kid. <laughs> this episode's Maybe sponsored talk. by Chuck E. Cheese. Imagine, so, yeah. imagine, like, imagine instead of seeing the Colossal Titan hovering over you, you see just a big-ass Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> How horrifying would that be? I'd be shitting myself. I'd be All like, uh. turns with that fucking, like, weird duck thing. <laughs> I'd be like, what do I do with all these tokens? And then I get stepped on. Yep. <laughs> I just played ski ball for forty five minutes and only got ten token uh, tickets. <laughs> Speaking of Chuck E. Cheese, Gundam. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what if Chucky was a Gundam? <laughs> oh I can just drive into a Chucky and fucking flying them around like a Gundam. Okay, move on, please. Let's <laughs> go like Castlevania or something like that. Something fun. Oh god! Oh, we're talking no about Gundam. Gundam is fun. Gundam's fun. Go news, please. Uh, jo- Josh, you've missed the Castlevania Chuck E. Cheese crossover. It's happening. <laughs> Dracula's <laughs> castle is just Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Chucky's palace. Okay. <laughs> like the fucking inverted castle in Symphony of the Night is just Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Dracula's like, this is not my final form. He transforms. It's not like a bat. It's just Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. I also love how you keep on saying it's not like the animal. It's not like the animatronic one. It's like the shitty guy in a suit. It's not even the animatronic. It's just the score. It's just the no. dude in a suit. What do you want me to call the animatronic? Do you want me to call him Charles E. Cheese? No. <laughs> 
he was named beside Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Matt, news, please. <laughs> Talk about Gundam, please. All right. Oh, God. All right. So, Gundam. Uh, we have there's there's mechs coming. Um, that's gun. That's the news. Uh, but um, oh. so um, next year's the 40th anniversary of Gundam. Uh, of, uh since it's 2019, is it will be 40 years since the original Gundam premiered, and because of that, the prep um Sunrise is obviously prepping a lot of new Gundam stuff coming. Uh, to celebrate the fact that there's been 40 years of this crap, and um. We have and uh, this and uh, so next year in 2019 we are going to get five. We're gonna we are going to get five different Gundam series over the Jesus course of the year. Jesus Christ! We're getting so much. We're getting a movie trilogy based on um, Hathaway's Flash, which is a long, which is a novel series from the from the early 90s, written by the creator himself, Yoshiki Tomino. Um, that has been long requested for an adaptation because it actually follows the events post um, uh, post the charge counterattack, which means that it's ten- it w- uh, which is a uh, which is an era of time which has never been animated and has been long requested for to move over to come over here to North America. So we're finally going to get that. Um, uh, we're getting the compilation film of Gundam uh, Wicongusta in G, which was an anime, which was a Gundam series from a couple years ago that sucked dick. Um and so nobody cares about that. Uh, there's going to be a there's going to be a re-airing of Gu- Wolves of Gundam: The Origin, which was a prequel to the which is a prequel to the original Gundam. Um, it was originally a series of uh, originally a series of movies that uh that is going to be uh reorganized into a 13 episode anime, uh, similar to what they did to Gundam Unicorn. Um, so. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen Gun the Origin, which I highly recommend you do, uh, uh, go check that out. Um, if you've seen the original Gundam, it's definitely one to watch because it explains it's a it's about Char and Sela, so it's about them. So if you definitely have, if you're a fan of the OG Gundam, you're definitely gonna enjoy uh, also Gun the Origin. There's a new Gundam build series coming next year, and there's also a new SD Gundam series kind of coming next year. My big thing about this is that there's a is that. Uh, I'm more just worried about the fact that every time we're going to pull up my anime list for what's coming for the new season, we're going to just see fucking Gundam just appear every single season, apparently. so Gundam is the well, new isekai. Gundam's going to become the Marvel movies of, uh, hey of anime. It's hey pretty guys, much already the Marvel hey guys, movies of anime, so... And I'm looking in podcast chat right now, and I, 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 I don't know how to feel about that. Oh god, no! One second. Oh God, Wait. no! <laughs> I One, need to pull this well, up. <laughs> was that was that what you were talking about, oh Runrit? What? Because you were trying to say something, and I, and Matt's talking over you. So I was like, "Is that? Were, were you basically saying to fucking looking podcast?" Oh no! I just said, "What's the what's the next anime, guys? Gundam. You want Gundam?" What's you the next anime, gun- guys? Oh, it's the exciting you conclusion gun- to the Chuck E. Cheese arc. <laughs> oh, Attack on Titan. Okay, get that off the screen. Okay. Alright, so it's, uh... It's, uh, so yeah, Gundam's, hap- Gundam's happening. I'm the only one here who cares about Gundam. But Excuse me. Uh, Spencer's seen some Gundam. Spencer's I've seen almost every Gundam. Gundam, so actually, so actually, I'm gonna ask you, out of all of the projects coming, which one are you most excited to see? 
Because uh, mine's fucking... obviously Hathaway's Flash. No, dude, it's, 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 it's the fucking same. I'm just excited that it was Flash. Uh, yeah, same. Like, it's... It's a uh, uh, fucking I've because uh, I hope I hope we get the books at some point over here because um, I want them. Um, we'll also probably uh, also if the rumors are true, we're probably gonna get more Iron Blood orphans, which is always a good thing. Uh, so uh, which it is definitely it is a good thing because uh, fucking um, Iron, Iron Blood orphans is great. Although I don't know how they're gonna continue it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, but you know. Uh, uh, we'll, they'll find a way. Uh, but yeah, so Gund- more, we got more Gundam coming, and it's going to be hype. You um, want some fucking Gundam? Speaking of stuff returning, um, Black Lagoon's coming back. Um, yeah, I guess that means I, I should that. probably finally watch Black Lagoon. Black Lagoon's coming back. Well, not the anime. The manga's coming back again. Um, Black Lagoon has been one is similar to Hunter Hunter and Berserk. But Black Lagoon is one of those manga that likes to go on hiatus all the time. Um, well, it's coming back again. It's, 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 it's renewing back in spring of 2019. Um, Black Lagoon's previous hiatus was due to the fact that uh, the manga author was busy writing recreators. So he was busy working on that. Here, but now that he's done with that, he can fully go back to start redrawing and rewriting Black Lagoon. Uh, it's... Awesome. It, so uh, I'm pretty sure that a large chunk of the people here have at least heard of Black Lagoon. Of course. Have, have anyone here seen Black seasons. Lagoon? I haven't no, seen yeah, all of it, all but I've seasons. seen bits and pieces. It's I've awesome. I've all three seasons. It's literally a John Woo or Quentin Tarantino movie put on an anime form that's pretty much Black Lagoon. So, uh, and it's... Uh, fucking, and Revy is the best female character, one of the best female characters of all time, do not at me, so. Yeah, what, Josh? Yeah, what, Josh? Because he's, uh, he's muted right now. He's hosting stuff in the Discord, so. What a piece of shit. People can't see that. Well, you can just put it in the after edit. You can edit it in. Oh, give me a second. Just a podcast. I just listen to it. There's no need to put anything in. Um. <laughs> okay, thanks, no, How am I Apparently wrong? Apparently you're Ready wrong. The maid. The maid. Oh, the, oh, Babetta. Yeah. Yeah, Babetta's yeah, pretty great, yeah. So apparently uh, you wrong. I, I'm wrong, apparently. All right. I, 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 plot twist. I'm wrong. Um, <gasps> no, um, you're not wrong. Yeah, stupid. Yes, yeah, stupid. Yes, stupid. Yes, stupid. The fucking Black, Black Lagoon is coming back, and I'm very, very happy. All right, so our next piece of news is more just what the fuck Japan news. Um, Tell me, because it has it has something to do with Dragon Ball, and it's like it's one of those newses that will only happen in Japan because oh, it's wait. the most Japanese thing you have ever. So y'all know that the you know know y'all know what Dragon Ball Heroes is, right? Oh, um, this shit. You know, um, uh, it's Dragon Ball Heroes. Well, uh, there were, uh, well, you know that it has an arcade game, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's very popular uh, in Japanese arcades. It's very popular. Well, two people got arrested because they were trying to steal from the game. Huh? Uh, explain. Uh, Akita and Kyoto Prefecture Poli- uh, Police arrested two separate suspects on Tuesday, both on suspicion of illegally reproducing cards for the Dragon Ball Heroes arcade oh game. Oh my fucking god, no. <laughs> the no. Suspect, 
the a suspect in Akita is a 19 year old male who had supposedly sold more than 1,000 of these things. Um, oh my god! For example, oh, authorities alleged that the suspect sold eight cars to an internet auction for about us. Uh, uh, 6,900 uh, 6, yen, which is 61 bucks, to two male Akita residents in their 30s in January. The, oh subject in, oh the suspect in Kyoto is a 38-year-old unemployed male who allegedly made 1.2 million yen, which was around oh $10,000 in counterfeit sales from mid- July 2015 uh-huh. this year. For example, he purposely sold seven Dragon Ball Heroes cards to, seven, to three 17 high school male students. Um, oh my, oh my uh, to, earn, to earn around 19 bucks or 2200 yen. Uh, police searches home to seize the stats of counterfeit cri- cards and manufacturing equipment. Manufacturing equipment. The suspect stated his arrest was that he was aware of was a crime, but he didn't care because he made money. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm doing something wrong, but fuck it. <laughs> I'm making money. Fuck it. Dude, okay, I'm just, I'm just going to say this right now. If you're so desperate that you're counterfeiting Dragon Ball Heroes cards, all all the only thing I could think of while you were reading that story was that fucking Michael the the fucking Michael Jordan ad like stop it, get some help. Yeah. This dude's like the pimp the pimp of the week. Like he's like second place behind that dude that went to like the Sentinel Island and got fucking destroyed. <laughs> no, listen, listen. This guy deserves my catchphrase. <clears throat> Yeah, stupid. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> I just love. I just wanted to share this because one, I think the guy's statement is funny. Is that he didn't care. I know I'm doing something money. bad, but fuck it. I, don't I was making shit. money. I just. I'm making fucking money, dude. Dragon Ball Heroes is fucking <laughs> lucrative. Yeah, it's lucrative, and also I. Well, this would only happen in Japan. No, this There's shit would no only other country that this would happen. <laughs> no one in a, no one in the West would do this shit. No, ever. Only yeah. Japan. No one is that desperate for Dragon Ball Heroes cards. <laughs> like, stop it. Get some health, you fucking weeb. You're stupid. <laughs> You're stupid. Uh, and this, wasn't, this is not the first time this has happened, apparently. This is oh my the- fucking god. And a uh, projected release of separately arrested seven individuals last month for the alleged connection to the sale of unauthorized cheating app or using of a proxy service on Dokkan Battle. Oh my sweet fuck. <laughs> I'm just ha- I just like I just hearing news like this puts a fucking smile on my face because I'm just like this hearing this is so. Hearing news like this drains me of any faith I have left for the human race. <laughs> all the faith. Like, yeah. Police out here hustling with Dragon Ball cards. Like, you okay. can't hustle with I, Dragon Ball cards? I get, I get <laughs> heroes, because heroes is huge over there. It's like a staple of Japanese arcades. But fucking Dokkan battle? Like... <laughs> the gacha game. Come on. Listen, in grade school, people used to run hustles for fucking hockey cards. It's true. I, oh, I, I there, there were there was a black, at my school there was a fucking black market for Beyblades, and I'm not kidding either. <laughs> so like, there's right. a, that, that's a story for another time. Uh, On the next episode of the Gap much. Podcast, when we cover Beyblade Metal Fusion. We're talking about Boy, but uh. Uh, so, the moral of the story is, counterfeit Dragon Ball Heroes cards, because you can actually make a lot of money of her. Or, um, the moral of the story is, so. get a fucking job. <laughs> so one, yeah, one of these guys was like 38 and was unemployed. He was a neat. Um, 
but he had manufacturing. He had the manufacturing equipment to make it, which means that he had the time and the effort to put into that. Which means that if he could, if he wanted to get a job, he, he could have could. gotten a job. <laughs> Where did he get the manufacturing equipment? <laughs> like, that, don't you can't tell me he just had that sitting in his fucking apartment. <laughs> like, no. He, he, he either bought it, he stole it, or he got it from somebody. There's no. This, it's a one of three things, and I'm pretty sure it's Japan. not. Japan, you stupid. We have one more piece of news, and it's probably the biggest piece of news of the week. Because uh, when it ha- when it was announced, it blew up social media. Um, and that is um, the critically acc- uh, what the critically acclaimed and highly highly popular uh, romance manga Fruits Basket is getting an anime. Is getting another anime adaptation. It's coming back. Um, it's getting the Brotherhood treatment. It will mm-hmm. cover the entire manga. Um, and Funimation has already snagged it. Uh, yep. It has already snagged it. It will stream on Funimation now. Twice. It will sub and dub. Um, and it will be it will aired sometime next year, more than li- more than likely, probably the summer or the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and there have been two visuals that have been revealed, one with the human cast and one with the cast as animals. Because if you know the plot of Foods Basket, you know that it's, that it's pretty a simple idea. It is a pretty simple idea. I agree. <laughs> Customary for Discord to crash in the middle of an episode. We're just going to bring it up again real quick. Don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. You know, I'm going to bring up today's sponsors uh, while we're waiting for this. Uh, today's sponsor is... Oh, okay, cool. Today's sponsor is brought to you by Shibuya Square. We're we're we're, we're fucking I, yeah. I, that and that's the that is the premise of the show. Uh, that is okay. the I, that is the that is the complete premise. Yeah, it's uh, uh, four kids go to Shibuya Square to become animals. Yeah, it's a it's 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 a cla- it is a classic of uh, of of, of, of like shoujo manga. Um, and it's generally regarded as like one of the best like romance manga possibly ever made. Uh, so had an anime adaptation all the way back in two thousand and one, which was also equally as acclaimed. Uh, but it never complete, but it did not cover the entirety of the manga, or and it changed a bunch of stuff. And it was basically kind of like the FMA 3 of this. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the Brotherhood version of it. This is going to adapt the manga as is the entire manga. Like um, if you, if you're a fan of Fruits Basket, you don't need us to tell you what it's about. You already know. But you get already, hype. Yeah, yeah. This is already know. Um, I have not seen. This is one of those. This is one of those anime that like I should watch, but I haven't yet. No. Yeah. Um, this is definitely. However, since the 2019 anime is coming, I'm probably actually going to go back and just watch the old one just to prep myself because I've heard nothing but good things about it, and I've. Heard it, nothing but good things about the. This might be if this is as good as the manga as people say it is. This is probably going to be one of the best anime of next year. This not the best. It's it's weird to think that in twenty in twenty eighteen going into twenty nineteen that the brotherhood treatment can still happen. Yeah, like I mean the yeah, and and that's good. Yeah. Uh, Fruits, Fruits Basket wrapped up like uh, almost a decade ago, so like there's like, only there's only been a handful of shows that have gotten that kind of treatment before, so. 
Mm-hmm. The fact that we, the fact that that can still happen with other shows, even in this day and age, that's 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 good to know that pe- that studios are yeah. willing to take the risk and do stuff like that. Yeah. Um, See, I hope uh, Soul Eater gets a Brotherhood treatment. Same. <laughs> um, <laughs> we also know who's directed it, the show. Now, the show is going to be that they did reveal staff as well. Now, it's going to be a little different because the original Fruits Basket series was done by a different studio. The original Fruits Basket was done by Studio Dean oh, uh, back in 2001. Back in 2001. And one of the much more, in one of the stronger efforts, mm-hmm. I'd argue. Because I've seen clips from it. It looks pretty damn good. And that show was directed by Aki, uh, uh, Akitaro Daichi, who is also, who hasn't really, who didn't really do much outside of that, but he did do uh, some stuff for, Bo- he did do Boogie, he did work on Boogie Pop. Uh, that's mm-hmm. pretty much the other big thing he did. Outside of that, he hasn't really done much. Um, this director is, uh, this will be directed by Yoshihide I- Ibata, who is an up and coming director who was recently the director on. Uh, um, I, uh, Alpha Cell Progressive, and he was also the director of Attack on Titan Junior High, um, which he opened. Oh, really? and, uh, and he's worked on as an episode director for Kill la Kill, Maria the Virgin Witch, After the Rain, um, uh, and Naruto Shippuden. Um, so he's worked on a lot of stuff. It's going to be at TMS, uh, and the writer, and they got the writer of Haikyuu to do uh, to write the show. So it's a uh, so they got uh, a Taku pretty Kizumoto. good they got a pretty good staff lined up. Yeah, so and the off and the big bad. deal has the big deal of it is that in a, in a rare anime occurrence, the author herself is going to be on as a as an executive producer on this. Ooh, which really happens. Uh, that is a usually. Uh, the only time that happens is if like the if like a manga is like super popular like that like if it's like Naruto with like Kishimoto or Tori, or Dragon Ball with Toriyama or One Piece with Oda, the fact that that's getting this this is probably gonna be like a super loyal adaptation then like like stupid loyal, so which is a good thing. Uh, so yeah, um, I've never seen Fruits Basket, and but I'm actually excited. I'm not gonna lie. You forgot uh, One Piece and it was. What did I forget? Komi-san got licensed by Viz Media. Oh, you did, yes. I'm very happy about that. You're the only only person that likes, or that has read or enjoys Komi-san. That's I've never heard of it. Uh, Read it. uh, uh, Shane, are you excited for Fruits Basket, even though you've never seen it? Yes. Like, okay. (laughs) Fruits Basket is something that I've heard in passing, but never really knew what it was about. Now mm. that I know, um, especially with the way that my tastes have been evolving the last few mm. years, I feel like I could really enjoy something like that. Yeah, especially the, the pre- like it's it's literally Ramna one half, but if Ramna one half turned, it was was like only for members of the opposite sex. Because Ramna one, it's, I'm, because, a, I'm a sucker for a good romance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll probably watch it. Yeah, Fruits Basket is a romance. Uh, very oh, you give so. me a good fucking romance story. I it, eat it, that romance shit up. Slash, it has elements of reverse harem in there. A lot of if you're if you're a fan of Oron, a lot of Oron's parody tropes come from Fruits Basket. So. Okay. Well, um, well, that's another show I haven't seen. So. You haven't seen Oron? No, you I haven't. Oron? I haven't. Uh, oh, oh, boy. Okay, so. Um. 
but yeah, so fruits basket is com- but fruits basket's coming, um, and it's coming next year. Um, that's it for that's news, also, right? That's it for news. Uh, in terms of the sales chart, nothing happened. Uh, there's the, uh, well, nothing's been uh, outside of uh, since the last time we covered it. There hasn't been any new releases, any new big releases. Um, so pretty much, it's just the old releases making more money. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, uh, mainly review Starlight, which continues to like just fucking just dominate. Good. Um, review Starlight. Uh, review Starlight's been dominating. Originally, it was Banana Fi- Banana Fish surpa- was surpassing uh, review Starlight, but this week review Starlight passed it, so it's like holding better. Which is a good thing because I want just give me more review Starlight. Next oh week's going to be the big test. God. Next week's going to be the big test because a couple of shows do come out that are going to that are big. Yes, Spencer. Ah, oh. cool. <laughs> Spencer just recently watched review. And Spencer just... Spencer cannot put into words. Literally, he cannot speak words. Yo, that's it. That show is probably the best of the year. Yeah, uh, but ah. uh, <laughs> give me, give me my beautiful banana. I want her to Bana- be happy. Banana, Spencer. Banana. It's pronounced banana in the sub. So there we go. Well, guess what? We don't I'm fucking good. speak moon speak here, you adult. Yeah, that's right. You're being a fucking weeb. <laughs> it's also pronounced banana in proper English. You no, it's twice. not. It's banana. <laughs> Only, you, you, pronounce, you, you also pronounce Mario. Mario is Mario. Oh, but you said Mario. <laughs> do you want me to? Do you want me to fucking sick Chuck E. Cheese on you? Please don't. You all know Good. how he's. You want to know how Spencer uh, says uh, advertisement? By the way, advertisement. Advertisement. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, I agree, Josh. Did fucking the Discord crash again? Oh, it did. There we go. Hero Academia season three. My Hero Academia season three. My Hero Academia season three. We're returning to talk about my hero. It's our Uh, featured anime. Let's get hype, boys. Let's get hype. Directed by Kenji Nagasaki and written by Yusuke Karada. Once again, it aired for twenty-five. It was from uh, and of course from Studio Bones as always. uh, Aired for twenty-five episodes from April seventh, twenty eighteen to September 29th, twenty eighteen, and you can currently watch it both on Crunchyroll and on Funimation. and and the links will be in the description below in order to watch that. My Hero Season Three takes place immediately after the events of Season Two, as our as our lovely cast of characters have headed to a training camp during the summer to to hone their quirks and improve their ability, their future abilities as heroes. But something is amiss, and for a variety of circumstances, and through a series of events, the villains the the villains have tracked them. And I had no, and I know I plan to ambush them in order to, you know, in order to, uh, and you know, in order to finally end All Might once and for all. All right. So let's talk about season three and the old, and the age old question is which is better, season two or season three? That is the question that we will be asking for years to come, Matt, because I honestly don't know. And that is the question. Let's, uh, Let's uh let's go through all one by one. Uh, let's start with Adam. Um, Adam. Let's start with the sports what, boy. What did you think boy. of My Hero season three? I'm a sportsman, so 
season two technically had the sports festival. But weren't there really any sports? Yeah, I mean, honestly, accounting for uh, and fights and all that stuff. But like, it's like it's like picking, you know, it's it's like picking your favorite ice cream because like, it's all ice cream. Good. Unless not ice cream, like unless you're a weirdo who likes Neapolitan ice cream, then you're a psychopath. <laughs> You only eat the uh, strawberry. Don't I, you? I, oh, you only eat the strawberry. Yeah, that's how. That's how. That's how you. That's how you find psychopath kids if they like Neapolitan ice cream. Uh, the the strawberry is actually season one. <laughs> Oof! How dare you? How fucking dare you? You take that back immediately. I'll sick Chuck it's E. Cheese. Really fine. Sir, calm your tits. Excuse me. You want to say that again? So season. So yeah. Adam's going I'll season three is better than season two. Uh, Josh, which one do you think is better, yeah. season two or season three? Yes, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay, listen, this is a very hard choice because they both just come out swinging. But I think we're going to have to give it to season two, just because season two swings for a little longer than season three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Season so we got three, one for season three. A, listen, listen. Season three has a great first arc. Season two has a great first arc. But the thing that differentiates it is the other two arcs in season two are also as good as the first one. While in season three, eh, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, we'll but, definitely that. So season two, boys. All right, so we got one for season three, one for season two. Uh, Spencer. Oh, season three, hands down. Uh, oh, yeah, so oh, season three. All right. Because, Whoa, that wasn't even like a fucking, he no, didn't hesitate. No, there is no thought, no hesitation. Season three, in my opinion, is better than season two. Too many people will get on their fucking soapbox and be like, uh, I actually think that the hero license exam was the worst part in the anime so far. I don't understand. Shut your mouth. Okay. <laughs> You don't understand. You didn't. You didn't feel it in your bones. You're 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 not a man of such high class as myself. See, we in the business we call that the good shit. Okay, <laughs> we call that the premier coffee because when I drink it, I like to taste it. That's like that's that's industry terms right there. The good shit. The good. Okay, shit. season two is like. What? Will you be letting Spencer use industry terms since he likes idols? <laughs> Season two is like the fucking cheap coffee that Tarantino's wife buys him in Pulp Fiction, okay? Oh. Yeah, it tastes like coffee, but it says coffee on the tin, and that's what you get. With season three, it says coffee, it tastes like coffee. But there's that little extra kind of kick to it that really brings it up to, to be full flavor. All right. All right. What the fuck was that analogy? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right, Shane. I just wanted to Shane, reference Which fiction. one would you? Which one do you think is better, season two? Okay. I'm more. I'm more of a mixed opinion, and I I saw someone post on Twitter a while ago. That basically sums up my entire feelings on this debate, season two versus season three. Season two is more consistently higher quality 
than Season 3 is, because all of the arcs in Season 2 are just as good as one another. However, Season 3 is front-loaded with arguably the best arcs in the entire series. Where, yes, it does slow down with the license exam in the second half, but then it picks up again near the end. So, like, I'm very torn on which I like better. You know, I actually got something that perfectly sums up how I feel on what is it? Shane, I got something that perfectly sums this up. Check in podcast. Oh, God damn no, it. Wrong one. Stop really. posting that. Boy, stop, stop with the boy. That fucking picture. Stop with no. the boy hand. No, 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 no. This is Appreciate. how I feel. You know what? I agree. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I, I actually can't pick, so... I'm going to... S- I'm going to say it's a tie. I can't pick one over the other because they both have their strengths and weaknesses. And I love them both dearly. I can't pick between my children, so a I'm, I'm a tie. I'm a tie. Uh, uh, I'm going to uh, – uh, Shane knows my answer. It's easily season two. Um, with the, I have a couple big issues with the way the license exam plays out uh, on both paper and anime form. Uh, so – and I'm so me and the season and see I I think the jump in quality from season one to season two is much more noticeable than in the jump from season one two to three. Uh, uh, mainly due to the fact that season three seems to be just it's basically just more of season two, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but season season two for me is more of like you know, season two has more consistently amazing arcs, while season three has yeah it's got it's got it's got the high it's got the raid. And it's got the end of season two, uh, end of season three, uh, but there is that section in the middle where it just kind of so uh, so you have to so you have to take what you can kind of get. Um, that being said, I still love it. So it's it's, it's kind of like what what you what do you do? Um, anyways, let's get into details here. Uh, let's talk about what's probably going to be one of the hardest things to talk about. What's our favorite episode of the season? Um, let's start with uh, Spencer. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite episode of the season? That's oh, like asking you? me to pick my favorite child. That's asking me to murder the child I don't pick. Well, you, well, uh, you, uh, well, you have oh, to pick. Fine, I'm going to pick my favorite child, Matthew. I hope you're happy. I am very happy, thank you. Uh, well, well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad you're happy. Uh, it's episode fucking 19. No, sorry, 19. not 19. Sorry, uh, fucking 21. There we go. 21? What's the, oh, oh, it's Todoroki and Asa. There is, yeah, Todoroki and what's, Asa fight. What's the big idea? What's the big idea? Well, the big idea is that this fight is radical, and it really kind of brings a lot of, like, like character growth to the character that we know, which is Todoroki, and the character which we had just met, which is Inasa, and the fact that Inasa hates Endeavor and Todoroki reminds him of Endeavor because when he first met Todoroki, it's shown that Todoroki was in his emo phase where he was cool and not the good kind of cool, but more cold-hearted and you didn't beat me, I beat you. I'm going to be the best because my father, I hate my dad. Compared to Inasa, who is this kind of bubbly, extremely positive, happy man who also can just kick people's asses like he like is shown when he just destroys like 20 people in, in like 10 seconds with a giant whirlwind of 
badassery. Yeah, but this, so but then this episode focuses on the fight between him, Todoroki, and, but also Gang Orca, who is an orca that is a mobster. Plan, pretty much. He's a beast oh, whale. He's actually pretty cool. He's a pretty cool hero. He's yeah. a beast whale. He's, he's a beached whale that has all the powers of an orca, but also all, all, all the powers of a mobster as well. Pretty cool. Um, but yeah, no. And then in the end, the two of them have to like learn something about each other, and then they kind of team up to make like a fire tornado, like dry out gang orca. It's a really good episode. Yeah, you and then they see- fail! And then they, they fail, fail because they didn't work together. You also get to see who uh, it also ends on probably the most frustrating cliffhanger of the entire series when it's like, did I pass? And then it cuts the credits and it's like, come on. Uh, for for anime only watchers, having to wait <laughs> seven days to be like, did Deku pass? Is, huh. is, I wonder if Deku passed. Let's see. Shoshua Hikoshi like Deku. Does he, does he like Deku right now? Because he does. <laughs> Here we go. But, um, uh, Adam, what was your favorite episode of season three? Uh, there's a lot of good stuff here, but idiot. and I like it when two things smash together really hard. So that's why I like episode eleven the most. One for all. One for all. I'll be back in a minute. Spencer's taking my spotlight, but I'm taking it back. Uh, yeah, I'm. Marco. <laughs> Uh, you know, my favorite sports games are the ones where the team scores a lot of points and there's no defense being played. And this is basically the equal to that. There's no defense being played. They're just punching each other. Just, just nonstop. Punching. Mm-hmm. It is, that, it is, is that is a very simple take on that 11. episode. Oh, Josh, no, right, though. You know I'm 100% accurate. Oh, yeah, you like, are. It's just two dudes going, like, fucking all out. It's like, have you seen that... Uh, it's like a strike force or a pride fight where it's Don Fry versus some Japanese guy and they have each other like they're grabbing each other's heads and they're just fucking pummeling each other it's like that except in anime form it's, it's like, like that except one guy's got a really big arm <laughs> and, and the other guy's like in like a mask yeah, like, the other guy's in a mask and like has no thing. eyes how all for one works like he's got no eyes he's got no nose he can't smell no, he can. I think he, he can smell and he can smell and see. He just doesn't need the quirk. He when he took those people's quirks, he lost them because he didn't need them anymore. Uh, he's that. He's that. So he he's pretty much an ab- He's an abomination. That's what he is. All for um, one as a character is a whole different can of worms. Uh, yeah, it is a whole different can of worms. Um, Josh, what's your favorite character? Oh, not favorite character. Favorite episode. Um. <clears throat> I think we can all, me, Matt, and Shane will probably have the same episode. It's episode 23. Yeah, that's mine too. That's mine, episode 23, so. Come on. We all knew it. (laughs) It's it's, it's insane. Is that your pick? It was Um, was some good shit, man. Goddamn. Here's when I say, don't make assumptions because I agree with Adam. My favorite's episode 11. Fuck all of you! How we doing? (laughs) Fuck all of you! I, you know what? Okay. As much as I love episode twenty-three and the fight between Deku and Kachan, how much, how much weight there is behind that, I still think 
that the fucking magnum opus of this entire season, hell, maybe even the entire series, is All Might versus All for One. There's so much going on in that fight, both on a surface level and a deeper contextual level, that brings everything together so perfectly. Like, that is the defining moment of my hero. That is the turning yeah. point in the story. And Very it just, good. the way they adapted it in the anime, like, I was actually blown away by how well Bones adapted that fight. And, you know, United States of Smash is the greatest thing to ever be put to paper. Fuck you, fight me. Fucking, uh, fucking mine is, uh, episode 23, Deku versus Gachan, because holy fuck, uh... That's pretty yes. yeah, no, yeah, it is episode eleven. Um the, the animation quality in that episode fucking stellar. I the I fight, every single hit it, it's genuine. like watching it was genuinely like like fucking kind of like I'll my Deku versus Kachan is the only episode of my hero like I I when I usually watch an episode of my hero, I usually watch it like at least once, maybe twice. Deku versus Kachan is the only episode I've saw. I've watched and over the when it came out, I watched it four times back to back. Like I can't think of another episode of the show that is as good as this one is. This is ridiculously, ridiculously good, and it's. It, it, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I think it might be one of the best episodes of anything Bones has ever done. Um, I can agree with that. That's yeah, 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 uh, and it's it's. It's it's gorgeous to it's gorgeous to look at. It's uh fucking the way they adapted the fight from the manga. Like okay, I will give you I will give it credit where credit is due. I watched this episode and then shortly afterwards reread that chapter in the manga, and it's so much better in the anime. Yeah, the like, manga is more of a manga is more Manga is more of a scuffle. This is like mm-hmm. a straight up like fight to the death. This is a straight this is a street fight taken to the max. Yeah, like, like you know, when like when it's like in the in the manga, there's some cool ass shit in it, and it's well done. But like in the anime, when you start off with uh, with uh, Baku doing his explosions, and you see like all the windows explode, you know that you're in for something amazing because like, because yeah. you because you know you're like okay, here we go. They're not fucking around anymore, and just them launching themselves at each other um, in like the. And the constant use of amazing-looking Sakuga, which is everywhere in this season, from the All for One fight and this and the uh, Inasa Togoroki stuff to stuff at the end with Mirio, it's everywhere here, and it's so so well done. Like, um, like when when the first thing that happens in that fight is Bakugo blows up an entire city block. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're in for some fucking shit. Yeah, and the fight itself yeah. is like so good it's so so good and the episode itself has so much going on and it it it, it bring and it, and it t- contextualizes a lot of stuff that's been it basically builds on like this entire season thematically and it's great um much like episode 11 was the defining moment for all might episode 23 <laughs> was the defining moment for bakugo and we'll talk about bakugo we'll talk about bakugo all right so um, let's talk about favorite characters, boys. Um, Speaking Shane, of which, Bakugo. <laughs> yeah, Bakugo is your favorite character of the season. And I'm pretty sure he's yours too. Yeah, he's mine as well. So, like, it's it's, 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 it's like a no fucking contest here. Yeah, it's no contest. This is this is Bakugo's season. This is his mm-hmm. season. Um, this is 
Like, yeah, I mean, you could argue it's All Might's as well, but like, Baku- the- Bakugo gets the brunt of his development in this season. He completely yeah. evolves as a character. Yeah, arguably- he goes from giant bitch to giant understandable bitch. So, <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. Um, yeah, and he's and. One of the things I love about his character, one thing I love about his development here, is that the season is like bookended with his development. Like the entire season is about his development too. Like I don't know, mm-hmm. like it's it starts with like the like his entire thing is like is with is like you got him to being everything with him being captured, everything at him at the League of Villains, everything with him in the license exam, and everything and the Deku versus Kafsan. All of it is the humble fucking Bakugo. Fucking Bakugo. In this season, Bakugo just kind of gets shit on the entire t- entire time. And it's not like in the previous... Like, in season two, one of the things that, Dec- that, that Bakugo was used mostly for comic relief in the second season, because, mm-hmm. oh, look how funny he's yelling. Um, he's mad. Um, look at how angry here, he is. Uh, angry he is, but he still had like and angry he is. But here, it take you under. You start to like figure out like why he's so angry all the time, and like you kind of understand now where he's coming from. Like there's a like it's like here's a guy who was basically told all his life, yeah, you have like the best quirk like of any, like you have the greatest quirk out there. And then he's and then so, Grace Cook out there and is like basically spoiled. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, there's this person. There's this person who comes who's like, "Hey, I suddenly have a quirk now." Oh, by the way, it's like it's like a quirk that's more powerful than you. Oh, by the way, you're not doing well anymore. Oh, by the way, you get captured by villains. Oh, by the way, you failed the license exam. Oh, by the way, you may have ended all might. Like, like the thing. Oh yeah, that's gonna hurt. Like the thing, mm. the thing about Bakugo this season is once you understand how much pressure and guilt he has to live with, it completely mm-hmm. recontextualizes his entire character from the first page. Like mm-hmm. once you once you realize that he's been living with the stigma that he is the best and that he has to be the best, mm-hmm. and he has to be the best so that he can basically justify his entire existence. Once you understand he's living with this and everything that happened with All Might and All for One and all the guilt that he has to suffer with because he feels like he was the one who ended All Might, you start to understand all these different facets of Bakugo's character in so many different ways than you did before. And honestly, Mm -hmm. Bakugo is like a textbook example of how to develop a character. Like, all of his development makes perfect sense in the context of everything else that has happened in the series. And it gives you a new perspective on someone who seemed to be this one specific person who ended up to be completely different. Yeah, he's great. Uh, I really love uh, Bakugo this season. Um, Josh, who's your favorite character this season? Do you even have to ask? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, we do for the show's sake. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we do. Yeah, no, it'd be weird. It's a requirement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Denki, the boy. Oh, Denki. Denki does get a lot to do this Denki season. gets his so. defining moment he this season, get, too. Yeah, he gets, like, cool Richard. He kind of just eats a meat guy, and it's great. <laughs> yeah, he finally stands up for the, 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 the boy. It, 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 it's great. Also, Kirishima gets turned into a blob of meat. 
Mm-hmm. As does Papa go? Angry meat. Um, uh, Spencer, who's your favorite character this season? Isn't it obvious? No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay, well, as much as <laughs> I do agree with y'all, as much as I do agree with y'all about Bakugo, I gotta give it to my bird boy. Tokoyami? Or as I call him, Revelry in the Dark. <laughs> Revelry in the Dark. Uh, Which He uh, also gets his defining moment this season. He all, No, he gets his defining moment. Yes, I agree. Like, Bakugo, this is the season of Bakugo, defining moments. Yes. Bakugo, I'm going to preface this with I understand exactly where both of you are coming from. Mm-hmm. Genki gets his defining moment in also a, a surprising amount of character growth. Bakugo gets the most character growth in, yes, Bakugo is still a cunt. Like, we can all agree on that. He's still a cunt. He's a much more understandable cunt now. He's a much more understandable cunt. He's a great character. He's a genuinely great character. Yeah. Now, I don't feel comfortable calling him a cunt. More so, Bakugo's a jackass. (laughs) Or just a bitch. There you go. Bakugo's a bitch. There you go. But, no. Tokoyami, I mean, aside from, yes, the revelry in the dark shit from, like, episode two or three. Three, I think it was. Um... Genuinely made me laugh, <laughs> especially that, that that fucking snap zoom up to the cave. Just and we get to see what happens because it was kind of alluded to in season two when they talk about his quirk and how it, it gets more powerful when it's dark out and less powerful when it's lighter out. And you get to see what happens when he loses control of dark shadow. Yeah, what which, happens when it's too dark? In yeah. which he. Becomes a monster and he picks up Moonfish and just yeets him into a tree. He becomes an obscure from Fantastic Beasts. That's what happens. Basically, um, he he obliterates everything and he gets a lot, like not as much kind of character development and growth and all that. However, you still get to see kind of the continuation of season two Tokoyami, where they kind of bring him into a character. And then once we get to, not next season, it'll be season five, um, you can see even more of Tokuyami growing when he goes to do his internship with Fox. And all, also, like, also Dark Shadow going berserk in the forest is genuinely one of the coolest moments this season. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, it's cool. It changes the game because because now not only do not, now you have to worry about the villains, but you have to worry about Tokoyami. And now the villains have to worry about Tokoyami, Tokoyami. Too, So pretty much everyone stops mm-hmm. doing what they're doing to deal with this crap, to deal with and, this. And, and, like, this is also the, the season of character introductions that are perfect. Like, you meet the League of Villains. You meet Lizard Stain. <laughs> you meet, you meet, uh, you meet, uh, you meet the boy Dobby. You meet the girl you meet Toga. Do- you, you get to fully meet Dobby and Toga. You get to meet Dr. Compress, the stage magician. You get to meet twice. Twice, a.k.a. Deadpool. Deadpool. You get to meet Inasa and the Shigeki crew. Cammy. Cammy, you get or to meet... Or as they say in the dub, Cammy. Cammy, for some Which reason. dumb. You get to meet Yoshindo and Mrs. Joke's class. Like, this season, for character introductions, have some outstanding... You get to meet the big three at the end, like... Mirio! Mirio! Overhaul! Overhaul at the end. Like, it's just this season for characters. You get to meet, like, yeah, I, you get to meet the big titty on the I gotta give it to... <laughs> stop. My... Stop. I gotta All give right. it to my, uh, my bird boy. All right, Adam. Who's your favorite character of the season? Uh, it's as much as I want to agree with you for Bakugo. I just he's still a large bench. 
A large binge. Yeah. B-I-N-C-H. A binge. Binge. No, fucking uh, Tokoyami's cool. Denki's all right. But uh, I'm giving it to my... To my bipolar, very hot and very cold son. Okay. He just feels cooler than everyone else. I have no idea why. I'm a huge idiot. <laughs> cooler? So I don't. I don't really pay that much attention to character development because I'm a I'm an idiot and I like watching him. Film. He's got firepower. He's got big, large ice powers. Yes, Josh, I just said it was all right. Remember, Adam was the one who said he likes big men beating the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. I, I like I like lots of offense and no defense, because that means fun. I'm a big fan of Loyola Marino, team from the 90s. And I like Tokoyami, because he's got flame powers. You mean Todoroki? Yes, Todoroki. I don't remember any of the actors. Soto! 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 Also, yeah, he, he has all that development in a really short period of time, too, Um, uh, regarding, you know, the uh, fucking his beef with, uh, Inyasa, with, yeah. with, large, with Large Hat Man. <laughs> large, large Hat Man. With yeah. dude who has a tendency to pile drive himself into the ground. <laughs> Inasa, yeah. He was Inasa. sorry, what can I say? <laughs> he, he's very sorry. Yeah, he's very Josh, sorry. shut up. Josh, that's the most wrong you have ever been in your entire Denki life. Denki could be Totoro. Oh, no. Damn, he that is you. That's what he did to Pharaoh, and that... arguably Pharaoh could control his powers better than Denki. That, that take was so hot, I think I actually got burned by that. Ouch. The hot. The posted on Twitter. Where's my aloe vera? You get fucking roasted. Uh, fucking... Alright, so... Oof. Um, alright, alright. But with the best character, there must be a worst. And my hero has no shortage of annoying worst, characters. Worst. So, worst. <laughs> your worst. Brought uh, worst. Um. Um. So, uh, fucking. Uh, my hero has no shortage of annoying motherfuckers. So, let's start with. Uh, let's start with. Uh, uh, let's start with Spencer, because I'm pretty sure that's. Uh, Spencer's takes on who's the worst character are always very controversial here on the gap so let's start with spencer spencer who's the worst character this season this particular season so who i could, could not say, stand i could say minetta because i can always not stand minetta but minetta didn't do a lot this season yeah he so wasn't really gonna, in it so so I'm, I'm not gonna say minetta uh i could go against my ethics and just ruin people's day and say monima but monima also wasn't in this season and also i love monima um, so I'm gonna go with, I don't even know, remember his fucking name, but that dumb cunt who turned people into meatballs. <laughs> oh, uh, what the fuck is his name? Um, that, I, I'll, I've got it right here, because he's, he's, he's also my least Seiji. favorite. Seiji Shishikura. Seiji Shishikura is not only a Bakugo-type cunt, um, uh, if, if this was Darling in, in, in the Franks, he would be a Bakugo-class cunt, um, but who thinks he's better than everybody else because he goes to a fantasy school. Um, but his quirk is dumb, and he gets <laughs> O-code by Denki in one shot. So, like, okay, congratulations. So, you, you talk I shit. How much of a bitch you have to get knocked out by Denki. Yeah, that's my least favorite To get O-code by Denki. Like, okay, like, so yes. here's, here's my deal 
with Seiji, why he's my least favorite character. He's easily the least interesting of the Shiketsu crew. Like, easily. He doesn't do anything. He turns he, he turns Kirishima and Bakugo into meat for, like, five minutes, sits there, and fucking drowns himself in his bravado. And then Denki's like, yeah, cool. Hey, I got this new pointer thing. Bam, you're dead. Like, that's no. it. And he yeah. never comes back. That's it. That's all he does. I do, uh, like, uh, what is the point of this guy? The, this he, guy was it, was, it was to give Denki some development. That's literally, that's literally his only purpose, is to give Denki his big moment. He serves no other purpose as a character, and that's why he's the worst. And then he complains that he lost. Yeah, afterwards. because he's a tiny bitch who turns people into me. Like, but, fuck you. But that also, however, was the only good part was when he's like, fuck you, I lost, and the hair guy is like, shut the fuck up. Like, Kyle drives him into the pit. Yeah, the hair guy's great, by the way. I forget his name. The hair name. guy is great. No, but Seiji Se- uh, is like, pointless. No, but Seiji is pointless. Even though the the only good thing about him is that he's got a cool design. Other than that, he's got nothing going for him. Yeah, he's got he's just his design's kind of cool. Um, also, those characters are those fucking ninjas that show up for like two seconds and then get bodied by Todoroki. Yeah, they uh, turn nuts into giant nuts. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, the obvious filler characters are. Filler. His name, by the way, Matt is Nakamasa Mora. I, I, I knock him off. So okay. Mora. Mora. Yeah. Mora. And then I there's Kami and one guy who don't know. All right. Uh, um, Josh, who's your least favorite character? You know what, Spencer? What? I won't do, I won't do this to you. I was going I to mean, say Monoma. You can say Monoma. Say Monoma, you but coward. I will agree with you with me, boy. Yeah. He's pointless. Yeah, Seiji. Yeah, Seiji's fucking pointless, and he sucks. I kind of like him, you know what? I kind of like him though, just because he gives Denki more uh, screen time. True. True. All right, uh, Adam, who's your least favorite uh, character? Y'all talking shit about my my meaty lad Seiji? <laughs> uh, he has one point, and that's to make Deku look good. He's like he's like the jobber that you send in a listener. Yeah. Yeah, Denki. I don't want to call him Gunner. Okay, Electro Boy. There you go. There you go. I don't yeah. know any of the names here. I last watched this show like three weeks ago, and I've had like 18 assignments in school. So <laughs> I'm just dead. Mm-hmm. The most pointless, worst character is not Monoma. I knew you were going to think I was going to say that, but it's actually uh, Mineta. Even though he doesn't do anything, he it's is, always Mineta. <laughs> he is way too horny. <laughs> He's too he horny on Maine. Yeah. He's way too horny on yeah. Maine. I am the resident anti-horny warrior. He's like everything I don't stand for. Also, he's gross, and he's like his actions verge on sexual harassment and assault. And it's like, oh, it's a funny joke, and it's like it's like the science. Also, he's poor, also like, poor Eda the boy gets a, a face full of Mineta ass. Yeah, I right at the beginning. Listen. I forgot about that. I blocked it out of my memory. I was, I was like, I don't want to see this. I haven't gotten kicked out of school yet. But, but he's smart, guys. You know, has- you know what, Adam? As much as you hate Mineta, you should watch the movie because they actually managed to make him somewhat tolerable. Make the horniest man alive tolerable. How do it's they do because, that? It's because they pair him with Denki 
and, and Denki is taller. And Denki yes. is like Denki is like the Denki is like Mineta is that he's horny, but unlike Mineta, he actually respects women. He's like he's 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 like me. He's always horny, but he respects women. Like except Jiro doesn't respect except Jiro. Yeah, but they're high school students, you know. Except, except Jiro. I'm pr- probably because I'm pretty sure he has a thing for Jiro, but... Oh, fucking hell dance. yeah, fuck. No shit. He would use his pointer on her real quick. Ooh. Okay, yeah, we're out of here. Okay, anyway, uh, Matt, what's, who's your oh, least favorite character? It's Seiji, because he's a meat moron. Because he's a meat moron, and he fucking sucks. Yeah, he's, he's like, his quirk is that he turns you into meat wad. Like, he's why? Like, he's like the third worst meat-based hero ever but when i say my least favorite wrestler in wwe is like kurt hawkins that's ridiculous because he's paid to lose that's what seiji is he was designed to lose dude fucking if you want to talk about better meat-based characters meat wad from hunger aqua teen hunger force is an infinitely better character and he's an actual wad of meat super meat boy the boy without skin is infinitely better than Seiji Shishikura. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> you, that? you saw that? Yeah, I did. Jiro once again taking it literally. Um, you gotta stop doing this. Yeah, they went right. out outside. <laughs> um, but, uh... Anyway, let's uh, keep going. <laughs> let's, talk about, let's talk about worst characters. Let's talk about some other stuff we really like this season. Like, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, the animation this Oh, season. I don't know the animation, maybe. <laughs> it, it's you incredible. Know, the best it's ever been. Yeah, it's uh, fucking uh, just, just, just like, uh, just like stuff, some small stuff alone that like really impressed me. Um, uh, fucking, um, just the, uh, just the fire effects on Todoroki, just, just that alone was like, just, really impressive um uh fucking when you're wa- like when you're watching the show you don't realize just how good the animation is till afterwards because then you're mm-hmm. just like man this show looks gorgeous unless it's something like all my versus all for one in which case it's fucking sensory overload mm-hmm. like the way or- they animate united states of smashes Ooh. honestly fucking incredible like Ooh. some of the best they've ever produced for the show yeah, it looks amazing. It looks and fucking stellar. The thing, the thing I love about this season is that it's so it's such a weird little phenomenon that's going on here. How the animation is so consistently great throughout the whole thing. And sure, it dips a little bit in the license exam, but even then, there's some really great highlights in that arc. Oh, Inasa, yeah, mm-hmm. the Inasa Todoroki fight alone is mm-hmm. like even even in the last few episodes, they go all out with the Sakugan. It's like you guys were working on a movie. Like, how did you manage this? Boy, you can tell the movie had that one shot of like they had no faces, so that's probably what happened. Uh, uh, fuck it. Uh, uh, the probably the middle sections. Stuff mm-hmm. um, uh, another thing that I want to bring up that I think everyone will agree is the baller of OPs that have that oh, came out God. this season. Oh God! OP of the year oh, contender for uh, OP. The ballers of OPs, Odd Future and Make My Story, are both fa- fucking fantastic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. Um, I know what I have to do now. Uh, fuck it. Uh, fuck it. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, what whichever one people like is up 
personal preference. I prefer Odd Future. I do I, as well, but yeah. make my stories a fucking make my banger. Story, and I prefer Make My Story. Fucking, uh, I'll fucking Nuvawolf can suck my dick every time <laughs> no, they show up. No, you can suck their dick, because yeah. and, you yeah, don't tell I'll, them what to do. <laughs> No, oh yeah, oh yeah. Now I'll uh, I fucking uh, do, uh, every time they do a new opening, I just want to get down on my knees and <laughs> give that nominal. So can I get an? Can I get an early listen? <laughs> and it's this one is of those... supposed to be a PG-rated podcast. Fuck you, Spencer, you dumb cunt. Oh, I'm calling everyone a cunt for like the past ten this minutes. Is... Of my diet. It, are you? It was the My PG. Hero podcast where that started because Josh was like Bakugo's a cunt. Bakugo is a cunt. Josh was like, Bakugo's a cunt, and then we made it the episode title, and now ever since, cunt has just been, like, the cornerstone of our vocabulary. Yeah. True. Uh, So, fucking anything else anyone wants to say about season three before we get into the negatives? I mean, I've already said everything that I want to. This, this, My Hero as a series constantly outdoes itself when it comes to fights, because this season alone has four contenders for fight of the year. And it's ridiculous. I want to say I want to say one more thing. There was it's really tiny, but it was like, what was the um, like the first episode where the League of Villains shows up, like in the forest and there's flames, and then there's there's this kick-ass heavy metal part where it's like, why couldn't you? Or that part rips, and then just they don't do anything with it. That's 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 the one. I think that that was like actual like theme League of Villains. It, it was the yeah, in, insert song, I believe. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was lyrics. I don't know. It was dope as fuck, though. That was like episode. That was uh, episode three, three, I think. That was episode three. Yeah, was which, by the way, this season gets right into it, by the way. They don't oh, yeah, they don't fuck game. around. Yeah. Like, they go. Like, uh, by episode three, the villains are attacking, and you're like, oh, okay. By episode four, Deku's fighting muscular, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, Ooh. and then episode, and then um, Dark Shadow happens. Episode end of five and six. Um, fucking, it's it, it it's, it's so good. It's so good. Um, I know. Let's talk about some. Na- I got, oh, wait, I, wait, no, 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 no. I I got one problem to talk about. Well, fuck. I, let's hurry up. Okay. There's something I wanted to say, guys. You oh, want to fucking say it? Toga's actually pretty cute. That's it. That's a, that's the correct opinion. That, that is not correct. Yeah. I love that, her. That fucking icy cold, what you wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I'm, just, just, I'm going to say something actually important, <laughs> which is I like that this season gives more camera time to other people, which doesn't happen in the manga. It shows uh-huh. how Class 1B goes past, at least, which is everybody except for Monoma. Um, <laughs> it shows how they themselves are training their quirks. It shows how the other people in class 1A are training their quirks. Uh, As there's I an stated, entire Phil episode dedicated to Momo. Yeah, um, the entire Phil episode dedicated to Momo, and it's really, really good. And it, up until this arc, it had constantly been one issue with my hero, is that I love Horikoshi, he's an excellent writer, the art's fantastic, story's perfect, However, he doesn't focus enough on the other people. It always seems like it's the Deku and two other people show. And he just pulls two other people out of a hat and goes, okay, this arc is going to uh, be... This arc is a Jiro and Mineta. Like, that, this that, arc pretty- is uh, Kirishima and 
Sue? Ah, uh, sure. Why not? But it's but this arc is, and I've always found like you have these quirks, you have these really interesting quirk ideas for people that you've already written and introduced. Horikoshi, use them. And in the third season, he shows a bit of that, and the newest arc, he's um, he is using it. Yeah, he's really showing it. And actually, one kind of thing I want to bring up. Bring it up, man. The filler is actually really good. Yeah, the filler is good. Yeah. My, hero, my hero is one of the rare shonen who actually does, like, consistently good filler. Yeah. Like, to the point yeah. where if you hadn't read the manga, you might not even notice its filler unless they specifically uh, say, hey, we're taking some time off to do I this filler story. I never noticed that there was any filler because I don't read the mangas. Yeah, there uh, were three yeah, filler was... episodes this season. So, yeah. there you go. It was, it was the first it was They the were first done episode. so well, though. It was the first episode. It was the episode uh, with it was Big Brain the, Girl. It was the episode with Big Brain Girl, and it was the uh, the special episode where All Might plays a villain and, and he screamed. runs away. And he runs away. Ah, I'm fleeing the scene and running towards victory. I love, I love All Might. He's great. Uh, fuck, that scene is actually which was, really funny. Which was just to get a really easy connection point to the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a one that you did not need at all to enjoy the movie. Like, dude, if they, if like, if in like future seasons they throw in Melissa and David in filler, I'm totally okay with that. I, okay I want with that. more Melissa. I, I want, want more Melissa Shields. Like, I, like I want that. more of the Shields. Give me more. Um. All right. So let's talk about some negatives though, because this season ain't perfect. No, no season is perfect. No, the license exam. <laughs> Let's talk about the license exam. Uh, It's really good, except for a couple things that suck. It kind of drags on too long, honestly. Like, okay, here's the thing with the license exam. Not a bad arc. Nowhere close to being a bad arc. It's still a very good arc. Compared to everything else, it does outstay its welcome. And I have the... I've noticed this, and the same issue... I have the same issue with what the arc going on in the manga right now. Um, And that is, Horokoshi seems to think we give a shit about exams... Um, and the answer is we don't, um, uh, cause I have to do with exams in real life. They're not fun. I don't want to um, read about exams in my escapationist media when I have to deal uh, with that shit. My thing is, my big issue with license exam is mostly it's, yeah, it's pacing. It's really poorly paced cause they spend way too much time on certain things uh, that they don't really need to spend time on, and then when they and and when they do get to the good shit, it's near the very end. Like it's all build up half of it, and then when they do get yeah. to like the good shit, it's like near the end of it, and it's it's either near the end of it or it's afterwards. Plus uh, all, so- of, plus most of the filler is in the license exam, and even though we've already said that the filler in my hero is very good for filler quality. It's still filler. It still bogs things down in terms of pacing. It's, yeah, it, it it is filler. It's still filller, and it, the problem, big the big issue is that is that this was it was filler that was meant to fix problems in the original source material, um, uh, where they didn't focus on certain things, but instead it caused it it fixed that, but it caused a different problem in that the license exam is kind of a kind of a mess narrative wise thematically at least as thematically especially there's like it's a big old mess there's nothing it's it most 
a lot of it feels like it feels like that uh, license exam feels like more just like, it, it feels like a reason for Deku to have a license exam so the next arc can happen. Like it feels like a setup arc, like for twelve episodes. Which is ironically amazing. is also an issue I have with the manga as it currently stands because the current arc having a lot of the same issues. It's out. It's out, it's staying. It's welcome really badly. I just want it to end yeah. already. To be I honest, to, and, 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 and the, the, only, the only reason I think I prefer that one is because the Class 1B stuff is cool. Yeah, because um, Class 1B is cool. The only reason I prefer Except it is because Monoma. there's a Class... Yeah, Mono hasn't even had his fight yet. And it, it's yeah, only like 20 chapters and he still hasn't had his fight. Like, it's you know? just, and he's probably not going to have his fight for another four or five chapters. Yeah, so like it's a it's just a long one. Yeah, and, it's not that it's, mm-hmm. it's not that Monoma and like I love everything that Monoma's in, even though I do... But class one B is just I find it interesting. People are interesting. Yeah, it's I I am just happy he's giving more development to them in yeah. that arc. But my and my my issue with that arc, my issue is I, I have a different issue with the current arc. The current arc in the manga is because class one A is going through the motions and doing going through the exact same character arcs they have like every time. Todoroki's character arc, I have daddy issues. Like again, like can you please? He, he does have daddy issues. Ida's like, arc. You... Oh, I have to. I have to live up to the family name. Yeah, th- that was again. Stain. Um, fucking. Um, no fucking. Tokoyami's. Um... Oh, no, sorry. Tokoyami's arc. I need to control dark shadow. <laughs> I uh, uh, fucking. Uh, fucking. Uh, the only one who had like a decent like new uh, Momo. I I have self esteem issues. Uh, Momo, I have self-esteem issues. Stuff we've already covered. The only there's only a couple characters that really have like new story to tell, like new plot developments to tell. And I think that I think that that one's ba- I think it's Bakugo because Bakugo is this one's about teamwork, which is something we actually haven't seen Bakugo do much of. So oh, the, and the current arc also has Shinzo in it, and Shinzo's dope. Since yeah, Shinzo's in it and hasn't done jack yes. shit so. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Uh, Shinzo got as a friend. Uh, nobody. Uh, nobody. Cause, nobody, because we're because we're, we don't want to spoil it for Adam. So yeah, fine. Um, but um, uh, uh, anything else? Any other issues people have with this season? Or no? Or is it just no, I have just license exam? I have a. It's a weird issue, and it's it's not even really an issue. It's just an observation that I made. Going back to pacing. This season is paced really weirdly because yeah. we all expected that the first half of the season was going to be the training camp and the hideout raid. Mm-hmm. And then the and second was. half was going to be completely devoted to the license exam and it was going to end with Deku versus Kachan. And it turns like out it was going that way. It seems like it was going that way, but Deku versus Kachan was episode which means we had two episodes left to go. Turns out there was two episodes left after that, and they were like, well, might as well just start with the overhaul shit. And it's like, yeah. cool? Like, I'm glad to see the overhaul shit, like overhaul and the big three and all and it that. Confirms but... that overhaul is that the overhaul stuff is going to get animated, which is great. Yeah. But at the same time, why? Like, who yeah. who thought to pace it like this? Like, it's not really Bob. an issue, it's just something I noticed, but, like, did we really need the overhaul shit this season? Did we, we need didn't that to really start need it? it. We didn't, I mean, I, I, I gotta do... tease it for next, for next season, though. Yeah, I do like, I do like the fact that it, and that, uh, that, 
it ends that this that the season like I do kind of like the bookend of the season starting with uh, the season starting with uh, them training their quirks and then them ending with them trying to train their uh, like with them trying to train their quirks to be stronger and then end but then ending with like uh, but then ending with them getting bodied by someone who did train their quirk. I think that's in, an interesting bookend. It is. I I just yeah. feel like. I just feel like they could have ended it on Deku versus Kachan, and even then, they still had the perfect tease at the end, because right after that happens, they tease the big three and Overhaul, like, at the same time. Yeah, and I, then, and I, it, it is nice, we get to see Mirio on screen for the time, um, and it's great, and, and Mirio, let's be honest here, if, uh, let's be honest here, Mirio's great contender, if, it, it, it's, it's great contender for best character of next season, easy. Oh yeah, so, he, Spoilers, he will be. Because Mirio is the boy. I, 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 just feel, I just feel like this was a weird way to end it, and they really didn't have to do it that way. But mm-hmm. that's just me. But, but I feel like that. I feel like this was like jump request, like not a, not a, not a bone stained. I feel like jump requested this. This is hey, like I something that Suisha wanted. Hey guys, I found a pretty cool picture of Mirio. Hurt you. Is, is it, it a Lucas? negative? Because we're talking about negatives. It's fucking. It's the fucking. Oh, God ball. damn it! It's the vault oh, boy. boy. It's the pit boy. Okay. Does anyone else have any negatives on season three that I'm they not, want to bring up? Yes. I want. I want to talk about the bad guys and how uh, they're all not that good. Honestly, I don't like them. Dabby's the only like actual like good. I villain. am not having how I am not there having. There will not be any shit. toga. There would be no there toga not, slander. There will not be. I'm there will not slander. be any doctor compressed slander in this household. <laughs> I will slander each and every villain. Hold on, let me pull up a list. I think I think Adam's the only one who openly dislikes the League of Villains because everyone else loves them. Adam, you don't need to pull yeah. up a list. It's Spinner, <laughs> Botney, Dobby, Toga, Doctor Compress, um. The Muscular, fucking, um... Mustard, and Moonfish. There you go. Also, Adam... Uh... Here's the list, you slut. I am going to fucking do this shit. Okay. Okay. Uh... Give me your list of best to worst League of Villains. Also, also Adam, okay. I hope you uh, I, I hope you get used to never seeing Dobby again. Because Dobby it's gonna happen. Screen time. Next season is old Toga and Twice. Just letting you know that, so... Mm-hmm. Okay. All for one. Uh, enormous bitch. Okay. Fucking blind ass douchebag. Don't like him. He's got a weird hat. Uh, <laughs> that's not a hat. That's his face. Several <laughs> hands where hands <laughs> shouldn't be. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm. I'm going off. Okay. Hands where hands shouldn't be. I don't like him when his voice is weird. Korogiri. He looks <laughs> like a crappy Gengar. Uh, Dabby slaps. Uh, Toga's annoying and. I don't get Toga. I don't understand her. Mr. Compress is like the crappy, shitty, you know, magician you invite to your birthday party, but you're, but you're like, this is a passing birthday party. Twice looks like fucking, like a, like a knockoff Deadpool for one of the Wob Liefeld comics from the 90s. Uh, Spinner is <laughs> shitty fucking, uh, uh, whatever the fuck his name is. Other Dude, he's Stain oh. if Stain was a lizard. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 he talks poorly on Magra. If you talk bad about Magna, uh, Big Sis Magna, I don't fucking his his hair looks whack. Uh, muscular is like, acts like Lysol into his muscles to make him like an asshole. Uh, mustard gas, uh, World War One fetishist. 
Moonfish BSDM. Yeah. There you go. But like Moonfish isn't into like actual BSDM, like he's really into the weird stuff. And Mustard just loves World of One because he's our psychopath. That's it. That's it. Mustard got beat Mustard got punched once by Tetsu Tetsu and died. Yes, yeah, exactly. but Mustard was contender hey, for hey, worst hey, character of the season because no. he did nothing. No, I will argue for Mustard because Mustard does the most damage. Okay, Mustard does stuff point. with the gas, but other than that, he gets wrecked by Tetsu Tetsu in like, in like five minutes. Tetsu Tetsu is gas is anything Tetsu else. Tetsu Tetsu is not, but yes, but it would actually be weirder if they had an episode where Tetsu Tetsu devised some big strategy. No, Tetsu Tetsu, Tetsu is is the kind of motherfucker who's who's fucking solution to every problem whether it be the coffee maker isn't working or there's a villain is to punch it <laughs> he would break into your house and steal your bitch and be like i can win her over watch this and punch her so please refer to my steely boy as uh, as tattoo tattoo uh quadded tattoo quad tattoo iron 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 the biggest pun in all of anime which means that his parents Named him Tetsu Tetsu. No, his family name is Tetsu Tetsu, and Tetsu. then they made his first name also Tetsu Tetsu. That's a, I don't Maybe know. Your kid Johnson Johnson. Did he? Was he when when Tetsu Tetsu was born? Was he born as like a fucking like slab of iron, like a fucking? He was just know, born iron, as like a brick of iron that morphed you know, the into brick a of iron from Minecraft. And was that him as a ba- as yes, like a Yes, that's exactly how it happened, Matt. They had to mm-hmm. craft him at a crafting table. <laughs> Yes. Alright. Uh, oh, yeah. Awase is great, too. Um, so, yes. Are there any other negatives we want to mention before this wraps up? It ended. Yes, I have one negative. What? <clears throat> they didn't play You Say Run for the 1 million percent Detroit Smash. Instead, they, they yeah, they didn't. They also didn't play You Say Run at all season. Yeah, I no. You Say Run was. No, it might have been heard once. But it was it during the. It, it, they played a re. They played like a remaster, like a new version during the Deku Bakugo fight. Um, but it wasn't and, You Say Run. It was like a separate. I think it was, it was during, um, during the all for. Uh, here's a little interesting tidbit for those of you who actually read the titles. Uh, one for alls. Uh, all for one theme. All for one theme is called You Can't Run. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, is the best new track from this season. That's it is, good so, attention to detail is what that's called. It is. Yeah, it's also actually, the best new track from this season. Though. I love all... I love all Steam. It's actually fan. I think we're pretty much done here. I think it's time we can give out final scores. Let's start with Adam. Adam, what's your final score for season three? Oh, I am... I put... Give me okay. Give me a second. Something else to go first. I'm gonna I'm gonna devise my score. If you give it a fucking eight, uh, and everyone else gives serious... it a nine. <laughs> All right, Josh. What's your final score? Thoughts. What's my final score? Josh, what's yeah. your final score? My final score from here acting season three is a ten out of ten. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're, you're saying it's perfect. Yeah. It's not, but okay. It's not. Well, fuck uh, you. You want it? You want to? You want to go into more detail about that? Oh, we'll go to Chuck E. Cheese. Yep. We'll find Chuck E. Cheese it's after perfect. this. It's just perfect. Uh, I gave right. season one a ten out of ten. A season two a ten out of ten. You didn't um, give season actually, one a ten out of ten. <laughs> You're gonna that get called You gave season one eight nine out of ten. Yeah. Oh fuck! Then I'll give it a nine out of ten. Okay, I'll give it a nine out of ten. 
What the fuck? <laughs> Wait a minute. What? There's no you no, not no. perfect Shush. anymore. Shush. Okay, Shush. You're the 9010 for no you say run. <laughs> That's oh, the only problem with it. Alright, you get the 9 out of 10. There you go. Uh, Josh gives it a 9 out of 10. Final score. For no you say run. Alright. Um... Shane, what did you give? What do you give my hero season to be? I'm gonna sound like a real bitch after tearing in the Josh, but I'm gonna give it a ten. <laughs> okay, here's my justification. Is because sure, season two was more consistently higher quality, but season three has the defining moments of the series. And sure, the license exam drags a little bit, and it's not always the most interesting, but it's still a really good arc. In a show mm -hmm. that always has, usually, amazing arc. arcs. And this season has arguably the best of the bunch. So much yeah. happens this season, it's got the best fights in the entire series, at least animated so far. Like, sure, it dips in the middle a little bit with the license exam, but it pulls it through at the end with Deku Kachan and the big three. So honestly... Yeah, you know the end comes in clutch. Yeah, mm -hmm. honestly... The the fact that the license exam is not as good as the other arcs is like saying, oh, this is like this is a nine compared to a ten. It's still a fucking ten, even if the license exam dips a little bit, but it's still really fucking good. So fuck you, it's a ten. Right. Because I uh. I love my hero with a passion, and I would suck Horikoshi's dick if I could. Well said. Well said. Put that on a t-shirt. I'm honking right now like the goose. Honey reply goose. Honey, honey, reply wash goose. Um, uh, do you, uh, Adam? Do you have a score set? Uh, yeah, I'm bringing back the yam scale. God oh, damn shit. it, yams! How many yams? Damn it. Ten out of twelve yams. So that's Pretty like a, a nine. That's like a nine. Eight and a half <laughs> or a nine. Yeah, <laughs> rounds to a nine. Roughly rounds to a nine. Ten out of twelve yams. Uh. Yeah, the animation is really good. I far says uh, says that season two is a bit better. That's because I binge season two in like, like one sitting. In this, I had to kind of like sit through. So it, season two flowed better for me. So a lot of the a lot of the pacing issues season two weren't there. Whereas pacing season three uh, were here. And uh, the League of Villains, uh, the majority of them are bad, aside from Bobby. Who's awesome and he deserves like, more spotlight. But yeah, ten out of twelve yams. Atoga can go fuck herself. She's not a hater. She probably would go fuck herself. Is the thing absolute yeah. garbage character. Yeah. Shitty Harley Quinn. There the, you go. Okay. The, the Shitty thing, Harley Quinn. The thing with saying oh season two is just slightly better is like saying oh these are both ten out of ten except this one is a little bit more ten out of ten than this ten out of ten. Yeah, that's pretty much how I feel, because I'm about to give it a 10 out of 10. Oh, um, we're the fucking worst boys, aren't we? We are an actual You guys worst are boys. assholes. You guys are Joss, do you want to change your score? Josh, you could have given it a 10 already, and you brought out a yes, 9 for I'll no reason. I'll give it a 10 out of 10. I'll All right, now Josh's score has been revised once again to 10 out of 10. This is the worst podcast we've ever done. <laughs> no, it was the best. You remember the Chuck E. Cheese bit? That was Fucking that was like a diamond in a giant pile of shit. Matt, why uh, do you give it a ten? Because it's amazing. Um, like, all right, when you when you when you have a show of this high quality that's so consistently high quality, 
Um, yeah, like to me, like that rep, that is, uh, th- that should be taken notice of. The license of this game, I have my issues with it, but like, like you said, I still really like it. Like, it's not like I can't, I can't say on the top of my, head, I yeah. can't say like with a straight face, oh, I didn't like this art, and I, I did. I really liked it. I just have some issues with it. It's hard and to like, say you don't like my hero. And, and exactly, exactly. Like the first two, like the first half of this season is so fucking good, and then the last like three episodes of this season are like incredible. Or like top so, fucking tier. Yeah, so like I can't. Pop to twenty three is really good. Twenty four and twenty five are like why. Twenty four. I love. I love twenty four. Even though I have that very tiny issue, like you could have ended it without doing that. There's still really fucking good episodes. There's still good episodes because that arc it's in is like so fucking good. Anyways, Mario is just Terry Crews. (laughs) Mario's like a white Asian Terry Crews. Um. Um. Spencer, what do you give? Season three. A vroom out of ten. Okay. Uh, I give this thing a fucking perfect ten out of ten, which brings our average score to a nine point eight out of ten. And once again, for the third time in a row, Adam's the only one that's one point lower than everyone else. (laughs) I gave it a ten, just on my scale. There's more than ten yams. There's more than Adam, you prick. Hey, don't worry. Walk below. Remember it. Why do you give it a 10 out of 10? Because, here we go. Rapid fire. Let's do it. OPs are bangers. EDs are bangers. Deku's a banger. Toga's a banger. Bakugo, resurrection arc, as I call it, (laughs) which is the entire third season, because he gets saved, and then he grows, and he learns, and he realizes that, hey, you know what? Bakugo, you're still a pretty cool... You're getting to be a pretty cool guy. However, I can't forgive you because you literally told Deku to kill himself in mm. season one. And he told him to jump off a fucking building, dude. Yeah. Literally said, hey, Deku, you quirkless dickhead, go kill yourself, basically. It was like a bad Twitter argument, and yeah. instead of actually saying something, Bakugo just said, kill yourself. Uh, what else is there? Um... Inasa is very sorry that he joined in on your cheer. However, he's happy that he could uh, almost pass the final exam. Then we have Tammy, or Cammy if you're not retarded, um, who's my girl, and I love her deeply, and I can't wait to hear her in season four. No, sorry, it would be season five. Um, I don't know, it might be season four with the way they're pacing it, dude. Yeah, true. Unless they do the small arc at the end of season four. But they will. Um, They'll probably will. Because I calculate, they do around 45 chapters. They do around 45 chapters a season. Like, it's consistent. Mm -hmm. If they do that arc, if they they do, like, how they're doing it, they're covering it. They're going to cover it. Okay, awesome. So, you might get Tammy, um, actual Tammy at the end of season uh, that's gonna, that means it's going to end the season, which is going to be very weird. Very. It's going to be weird that they're going to end with the uh, makeup exam arc. Uh, Almost like it's it, weird how they ended this season with the beginning of overhaul. Like, however, why? it means that that season five starts with gentle the gentle criminal. So the I'm gentle just, criminal yes. and La Brava, which and means La Brava, ooh boy. Um, oh boy. But yeah, boy. no. So I love gentle. Holy shit! This season was so good, and I loved it. And Horikoshi, you're my idol, and I would gladly suck your penis. Uh, all right, so everyone agree. Everyone wants to suck his Fuck. dick. Everyone wants to suck Horikoshi dick. Uh, it's like a piece of sushimi. 
Just put that it in there. Party. That is three bisexuals out of five. <laughs> oh, all right. It is so actually. let's. Is it? Yeah. All right. So let's. Um. I think we're pretty much done here. Uh, this is the podcast for the ages. Fucking oh shit! Cheese. Everyone's horny. Two days no. ago was Horikoshi's birthday. Yeah, happy, happy birthday. birthday, Horikoshi! Give me your penis. Yes. <laughs> all right. So um, let's um, <laughs> let's, let's uh, well, let's uh, wrap things up here. Um, next uh, next podcast there is no featured anime. Um, <laughs> next. Next podcast is the are the year end awards, uh, where we'll be celebrating the entire year. It will also be our final podcast of the year, so make sure to tune in for that. It's going to be a ton of fun. I cannot wait for it. We've been planning that one for a while. There's uh, even a, a even a potential that we'll be doing it in person. Potential, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. It all depends on the variety of different circumstances. I know. Maybe the first ever Crunchyroll Sports Awards being presented there too. <laughs> Possibly yes. Possibly yes. How, if, if y'all okay with that, yeah, oh, we're, we're, we're perfectly fine with that. Like that'll be, that'll be I have an excuse to talk about sports on the anime podcast without you yelling at me. Now it's great. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. All right. So, anyways, I think it's time to wrap up here. I'm your host Matt, aka Legion Rex. Uh, you can find me on YouTube and on Twitter at Legion Rex. Uh, with me, I have my wonderful co-host Shane, aka the Bearded One. You can find him at the Bearded Gaming Network, both on Twitter and on YouTube. On his YouTube channel, you have. Unboxings, Let's Plays, Streams, a bunch of other stuff, podcasts. Go check them out. Uh, uh, also Spence. with me, <laughs> Sega. Uh, also with me, I have Spencer. Uh, Spencer, you can find him on Twitter at BB Burton. BB Burton um, with two E's. Two E's. BB Burton with two E's. Uh, you was, uh, we also have Josh. I-, I don't know where you can find him. Uh, yeah, you can find I- me on Steam. You can find him on Steam. He's uh, His name is uh, fucking, uh, his name is uh, Taco. Taco. Um, Taco. Go friend him. He, he plays a lot of games. Um, and with us, we also have our sportsman himself, Adam. You can find him. Shit. <laughs> Wrong OP. Wrong OP. You, you, can, also, you can also find uh, 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 also the sportsman himself, Adam. You can find him on Twitter at a Mausedon. Um, now a three Ys and then L M A O and then Zadong. Zadong. A- 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 um, you can find him on you can find him on Twitter, uh, and you can follow him there. Uh, I think we're pretty much ready to to go. Matt, hmm? yeah, we're, I have here. I have one thing to say. What do you have to say? Are you gonna play Jackie Cheese theme? Oh, it's fucking Bunny Girl. Oh, it's a Bunny Girl. All right, well, we'll see you in two weeks for our year-end awards. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Yeah, bye. Thank you for listening to The Gap. If you like what you've seen, you can subscribe to The Gap Podcast YouTube channel to get the latest podcasts as they go live. Be sure to like and comment and let us know what you guys think of the show. Thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Don't get that go